All right, what's going on, people around YouTube World, Twitter, and Facebook? Show number 224. We are glad that you decided to spend a little part of your day with a glorious experience here with me, myself, Big Matt, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Diamond Dean. How y'all doing? In the house. And, of course, I mean, we couldn't do this show. We couldn't have any idea about introducing this guy that we're going to talk about right now. Guys? Everybody put your hands together and welcome in the Burge. Bitten Burge. What is up, fellas? What's going on, Burgess? How you doing? Pretty good. good. How about sure yourself? You, uh, good. How's uh how's mom? She doing good? She's doing good, yes, sir. All right. That's doing what we good. like to hear. Lots of prayers for her. I know you only get one mama, dude. Yeah. Uh, guys, tonight we are going to talk about a little bit of uh, local stuff here, some baseball going around, and um, softball fixing the kickoff half stuff. The girls, Cedar Bluff, seen some pitch stuff, they've already played a little bit. Also, uh, college basketball, and there's a scene, a little incident that happened on the floor. We're going to talk about it, and of course, JJ Reddick, some of his comments, and uh. Burge has got some dogs on a recruiting trail that's going to be coming in, maybe seniors next year for Georgia. And uh, I got a few names here myself to throw around, give you people some ideas of what's going on in the recruiting world around college football. And to finish out, we all have some teams. Yes, that sir. We figure that may, uh, but we don't know. I mean, we saw we were early. So awesome. Let's uh, let's just fire things off right off the top here. Uh, Let's kill our thirst and have a little liquid death. Liquid, liquid death. What is that? Just water. Oh, it's just water. Yeah. Oh, okay. kills your thirst. Death to your thirst. That's what they say. Um, I thought it was energy drink. No, gosh, no. I can't drink him. Liquid death. I like that. That's just the regular sparkling water one. There's something that has some mango flavors and that type of stuff. They're huh. trying to reduce plastic in the environment. So help along with those things there by supporting liquid death with their recyclable cans. Liquid death. Not a sponsor, <laughs> but they could be. If you'd like to get in touch, uh, it is mmmckinney1977 at yahoo.com. We'd like yeah. to talk about yeah. it. All right. That's interesting. Um, baseball stuff around the area. Um, all our local teams are, have done pretty good. I've seen Center had a game the other day. Um, <clears throat> Collinsville, same thing, is going to have a game with Geraldine yeah, up yeah. here locally. They got canceled. Talked to the coach up there. It's probably going to rain out. Galesville's won a couple. Yes, they have been playing good. Cedar Bluff Center battled a couple times. Center uh, has won both those meetings at Cedar Bluff and over at Center. Um, so, Things are starting to move forward with softball now as the girls are starting to get into play. Now for Spring Garden, of course, they're playing in the state championship. Local news tomorrow, they'll be taking on Elba. Good luck to them. Uh, from my sources from the South, Powerhouse uh -huh. Sports. Um, shout out to Detroit. He knows who he is over there, Powerhouse Sports, him and Andrew and the guys. Um, back a few weeks ago, I kind of uh, dwindled on the idea of, well, who is some teams in the South? Mm -hmm. from Detroit, and he tells me that Elba is really good. So he was right. They are going to yeah. be meaning to play Spring Garden in the Final Four in Birmingham to see who wins to take on the uh, play state championship game. So Who's the other two? I don't know. I don't I don't know either. I don't right? know if it's in – I don't. well, like, they don't know yet in that book. You won't know. But look like Skyline. As, now, stats and stuff, Dean, mm -hmm. I brought back the paper with me. He can whoop some of the numbers on you and tell you kind of how things perform. First off, uh, 
Mag and Jarrett had a fantastic game, and it's good to have good complimentary teammates. And, of course, Ace uh, played played a good game. Yeah, Ace, 19 points, nine assists. But, you know, that's great, but that's expect. She does that every game. Right. But I think the, the Maggie Jarrett scoring 18 was big. Yes. Yep, it is. Good. But the key stat for me, and Birds, you'll, I know y'all will both be impressed with this. Uh, Spring Garden had five turnovers. That, that'll win you a game, Birds. Five. They didn't shoot great from three, three for 13. Shot good from – decent from the line. Good from the field, nearly 50. Uh, rebounds, you know, it was uh, it was pretty – just – Pretty even. 26 to 21, but the five turnovers? That's – well, I mean, in a football game, it's the same to say as in That's football. Ridiculous. Five is might as well be about like none, Birds. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I mean. Five in a basketball game is definitely like none, isn't it? Yeah, you, you can accidentally turn it over five times. I mean, you know, obviously they're not trying to turn it over. but <laughs> I would think anything under 10, 12 is great. Yeah. Yeah. Taking care of the ball and and um, skyline girls, you can hit some of theirs too. These they got a good team, man. They've always been good. Always had a good team. Yeah, they shot. They didn't shoot many free throws. Neither team did. Uh, well, fifteen and five. They only shot five. They did turn it over eleven times, which is not a lot. No, still under that twelve mark. Uh, Spring Garden shot a lot better from the field than them. Yeah, and the turnovers, and they shot better from the field. Yeah, they shot forty percent, but. They shot better than the spring guard from three, but mm. I guess the difference in the game was turnovers. turnovers. Yeah. And the boys after the skyline boys played, they played a good game. Uh, they were ready. So spring garden boys made it a little further this year and uh, talked to John and Jacob. They come in the media room and, um, you know, they're, of course they're not fired up. They're not happy that they lost the game, but um, there's progress and they're losing um, Chap, of course, mm-hmm. Pope, but oh. Connor and the and the boys. I mean, they're going to be back, and of course, Barber, Noah. I mean, so lead eight's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I told them, I was like, guys, it's not bad. I mean, you, no. you don't you're not fired up right now, and you're young, and you're in the game, and you're supposed to not be happy you lost. I, I get it, right? But you know, and next year, I I could see them making a Final Four run. I saw where Geraldine's in the Final yes. Four, led by. The other night now, he's obviously not their leading scorer because they said that was a career high. Carlos Mann, yep. 13 points. Big running back up there in the mountain. He had 2,400 yards all-purpose in football. Mm-hmm. They went to the final four in two sports, Geraldine. Congrats yeah. to them. That's pretty impressive. That's that's kind of what you get um, from high school stuff there, and then we'll move on. It's uh, kind of what you get, Birds. You know this. You cover high school over at Northwest Georgia Scoreboard Show. Go find them on Twitter, here on Facebook, and, uh, of course, on YouTube. When you get a school, Birds, that all the coaches are together. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's where success – Right. That's how you, where it starts. I didn't recognize the – not except for Carlos, the other names and some some of the other guys that had scored for them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, two, two final fours. Yeah. Among two sports, and you still got one sport left. I don't know how their girls did. What about what about over in uh, Georgia? Anybody local still in it, Benton? Uh, Darlington boys are in the third round. Uh, I heard they may win it, possibly. Uh, yeah, uh, there are going to be a few private schools that are going to have something to say about that. Right, uh, right. Uh, that the I only think ones. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think three of the four teams 
that were in the region that we lined up against, our local mm-hmm. teams lined up against, three of the four teams are still in it. Still in, in the Elite the, Eight. Uh, Elite eight I know so. the team that beat you too, yes. Was it Padilla? Padilla? Yeah. They're still in it. Uh, the team that beat Trine is still in it. See, Trine, uh, Another Trine team that beat. played a good game, but, I mean, that, that team, you know, the team was uh, like 11 and 14, but it had played 10 top 10 teams throughout the year or something like that, something ridiculous. Really? So, yeah, there's like, at one point there were six ranked teams in that one region. Wow. Oh, gosh. Good luck with that. Where is – this is obviously in Atlanta. It is. It's uh, like Mount Pisgah. <laughs> Uh, St. Francis, Mount Vernon, those type schools. We had uh, me and uh, you know Blaine, don't you, Woody? Yeah, yeah. We had talked about it one day, and just we were just brainstorming. Said, "What if they just had a, an Atlanta championship, <laughs> and then the rest of everybody else played in the class?" Yeah. Anything? I mean, you think that would be more fair? I, I mean, really, I mean, what it is is it, it's. The private school, those are private right. schools, and they get those those kids. So what's going to make it more fair, say, for a team like Trine next year? You know, they're going to be playing in that uh, lower division where there will be no private schools. Okay. So, good, good. you know, uh, you know, Chattooga still will be in with private schools. Oh. Uh, as far, you know, in our division. But football-wise, the way they're doing it next year in accordance to private schools, all the private schools will play in whatever size they are as far as their division. But when right. it comes to the playoffs, A through 3A will play for one private school championship. Wow. Does that make sense? So, yes. Because yeah. there's not a real big difference in the size size of the private schools there. So, like, say a Darlington might face off with a, a 3A private school or a 2A private school. Well, the reason we mentioned that about – you know, I, I just I've noticed before that Los Angeles teams out there win a city championship. Yeah, there's so yeah. many schools. They don't win a state championship. There's a lot of schools. So, uh, and I've noticed yeah. that. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe I, I see what you're saying. I just don't think Georgia would ever do. Right. That. Well, Los Angeles is a lot bigger than yeah. Atlanta. Hard to believe, but it is. Yeah, it is hard to believe, but yeah. yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Probably twice as big. Isn't it? Yes, that. Uh, that's some local news and stuff kicking off, like we said tomorrow. Spring Garden Girls, so good luck to them mm-hmm. uh, against Elvin. We'll I'll give you scores to the day. Uh, I'm not I not got a lot going on. I not I don't have a whole lot going on tomorrow, so I'm gonna try to stay up to date on that. Give you guys scores live. Stay over on the page. So again, welcome into Locker Room Sports Talk. I'm your host, Big Matt, and co-host Diamond Dean with the Mostest, and uh, the man of the hour that's really running the show behind the scenes over there. Can't keep his alligators down. His gold watches in his big fancy house now. He's made it, and he's moved on up. He's living next door to Kirby Smart. <laughs> Kirby Smart. Yeah, right. Birds. Where does Kirby Smart live, Benton? Does he live in Athens? Yeah. I would say he's got a place in that. I mean, now, nobody yeah. knows. I've never heard yeah. where Nick Saban lived. There's a yeah. There's a guy watched the dog pod. No, I'll mess it up. But it's a guy, a young guy that he breaks film down. Birds my home talking about wears glasses. A young guy and he goes to high school games around there. It's called breaking the film or cutting the yeah. film. He does a show and he covers George and he he's had Kirby on. He's like he's interviewed right. him and some of the coaches and yeah, he said where he lived somewhere right there, kind of close. You, Oh, I was thinking, you know, maybe they might want to get way out away well, from everybody. But you work a 14-hour day. You don't want to drive home. an hour and a half home. You're not home very much anyway. Right. Those old guys, you know. 
Uh, so uh, that segment, guys, is brought to you by Warrior Gym over here in town. Call John. If you're looking for a membership, get ready for spring, Dean. I mean, you want to start getting your abs ready. You want to get your biceps <laughs> pumped up, birds. 256-266-4333. Look them up on Facebook. Always has very competitive rates and stuff. Nice, clean place. Was in there this morning. Got to see John. And uh, got some new equipment. We even got a newer Smith machine. Uh, really nice stuff. So give them a call, 266-4333. Go by up here in town. It's up here on Main Street. Uh, get your membership for Warrior Gym. They've been a sponsor for that since. Huh. I, I don't know oh, how they well, wouldn't. I guess since day one, right? Um, now to some news kicking around the way. First off, we'll say J.J. Reddick makes some comments uh, on the first take show with Stephen A. Smith that Doc Rivers does not take any accountability for his actions, and he kind of seems to sidestep, guys, the responsibility um, for the team's not playing well, says J.J. Reddick, which he played for for uh, for Doc and had a very successful career there with him. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, I don't understand him. Well, I didn't realize that until you just said it. Doc's son stepped up and said, you know, his dad can take up for himself, but he has been responsible for his wrongs um, because he's been fired from like three jobs in the last five years. So (laughs) obviously somebody's holding him accountable and he kind of questioned why he did because like I said, he was successful under him. Reddit come back out on his podcast later to say, I don't apologize for what I said. I kind of, I may apologize for how I said it. Maybe I come in a little too hot. Mm-hmm. I do that. I right. mean what I say, but I come in too hot. I do that when I get on Bible study stuff. I did last night. I just I come in hot with it, and I'm passionate <laughs> about it. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, and I think they all probably are going to move on. But supposedly, Reddick and some other teammates have all – Kind of feel like he was that way with them. Like he he kind of blamed it on them. He didn't say that, but Stephen A., which has covered the NBA for uh, forever, right? He thinks maybe that's what it is, and that's why you heard him not step in. And then on Stephen A.'s podcast, he said, "I understand both sides of it." Mm -hmm. So there's more to the story than what we as fans know. It's just a hot take, uh, kind of bumping along through the week. Not a lot. They are professionals. Yeah, I mean, and Reddick is smart. And Reddick was kind of surprised that that clip got, you know, like 5 million views. Well, that's the kind of entertainment sports stuff, guys, that people want to watch now. Um, They don't want to watch a show with guys just breaking down film all day. They don't mind a little bit of it or being a little analytic, Mm -hmm. you know, and talking about a few plays. But mostly they like a little controversy. They want to talk about hot takes of what's going on and and have your honest reaction to it. And all this is coming on the – go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. I've been a I've been a Clippers fan for a while now, and I'll say that uh, I was kind of underwhelmed with the results that the Clippers had under Doc. Now he made it to the yeah. playoffs a few years, but uh, I thought he did well at Philadelphia. They just had too much in their way, and yeah, obviously he did well at Boston. All this is coming on the heels of them firing Milwaukee, firing a coach that was thirty and thirteen. Mm-hmm. And since he's left, they're playing – they're 500. They're like three and seven or something. They were at one time. Well, now I think they've come back. They have. They have. So everybody just, you know. They'll probably be. I don't – Doc's great. He's going to go down as one of the great. I know, and it's always talking about earlier. Sometimes the teams that get beat, mm-hmm. they don't uh, – you forget about them, the ones that right. lose. Because he's always had his team in competitive, uh, you yeah. know, to be around. 
in, in playoffs and that type of stuff. But um, you wasn't really impressed with him for the Clippers? I wouldn't. Yeah, I just feel like the uh, – especially when they got in the playoffs, man, they had a good enough team. You couldn't close out series and just – I I think I it, I'm with you on that because I like the Clippers too. Was you like – did you feel that way because of – did did you expect a little more? And then when you didn't I get did. as much, I, you thought, I well, expected, I expected I uh, you know, when you're up two games in a series or, you know, whatever, you know, close it out. Yeah. Don't don't give up games at home. You know, yeah. I mean. But, I think our expectations were high going in. That's what it yes, was. Yes. We, like coming in, we were kind of here. And then this kind of happens. You're like, well, I don't know. Like, you know. You see this pretty girl in school, and you, you know you finally get up the gumption to ask her out, and then you go out with her, and when you get around her for a couple of hours, she's just kind of a turd. You're like, oh man, she just <laughs> is not fun to talk to. She's kind of yeah. a butthole, or I, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, this is I come in high, you know, maybe she's just all looks and she's got no personality. You know, right. I've, I've been there on some things, so maybe that's what it was with him, I guess. Well, but at that level, I mean, obviously there's certain levels where you can blame coaches, but professionally, so, do y'all think? I mean. At some point, the players, yes, are they're responsible for how they play, you know. Yeah, I mean, those guys are so good. And they don't even play 82 games anymore. The, the whole game's changed. So even since Doc's been around, mm-hmm. like LeBron's played like one 82 game season. One, Michael played like all of his seasons, but one. And it's because he was hurt when he hurt his Achilles or something. I'm just making examples. Right. Not just Michael, right. but John Sparks and Sean Kemp to Charles. Charles Barkley didn't miss games. Right. He didn't miss no, games. Gosh, Those no. guys talked about, I'm playing for that guy in the top seat up there that paid, you know, 100 bucks for a top seat. I'm coming here to play because of him. So, well, it's changed so much. Well, Benton, I'll, and then we can move on. I don't want to get in a rabbit hole on this, but what, what was the deal with the coach that they got rid of that was 17 games over 500? You know, I don't I'm talking know about Milwaukee. Yeah, huh? I don't know the answer to that. That's, I didn't read much and said that they didn't. About it. Probably just disagreement with the higher-ups. Same thing like happens with the Buzz family at the Lakers. When you he just might disagree, have had disagreements with Giannis, too. Yeah. You have disagreements with the higher-ups and LeBron at the Lakers, and they were talking, and Jeannie and her dad, and he run that team so well. I assume it was just that, kind of like it was the Lakers. You wind up moving on from coaches and yeah, yeah, upper management. And sometimes, like the Braves, don't get me started on them. They'll just move people around and move coaches and just – you don't know what's going on. I don't know on. what's going on. I don't think they do either sometimes. Um, next topic, and uh, we'll do college b-ball. Uh, Duke, speaking of which, Burns, did you see the clip where the guy's trying to get off the court with a sprained ankle and the, the Wake Forest guys, of course, they upset Duke, and they storm the floor. And I the didn't kid's see trying it, to hop- I heard about it. I heard about it. <laughs> he's, he's trying to hop off of one foot, Dean. What? I, you what know, do they need to do? ACC does not have a fine. They're that, the only one that don't. I don't think. And Shire said it after the game. Stop. It needs to stop. Period. And let. Okay, maybe if you hit a game-winning shot at the buzzer, that's the only time. I don't know. I don't know how you stop it. They just keep finding them. The ACC has the biggest fines. Like it's the first times a hundred thousand, second two fifty, third times ACC has nothing. nothing. See, what I don't understand is why are you rushing the court? I mean, I mean, Duke's number eight. Well, you just beat him. I mean, it's like it'd be like, I don't know. I mean, if you beat Leitner in them and they're number one, if Vanderbilt kicks a field goal and beats Georgia next year, your field's getting rushed. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, just, that's just, we've gone a little, it's gone a little crazy on it, though. Yeah. 
Well, just know. wait. Here, students, if y'all are watching, you storm the court on a play, and, and this is probably going to happen. We got some Birmingham games coming here. Well, they can't do it there. They don't. Um, wait. They could like, put up a barrier or something. Well, around, just wait. Be a little, have a little decency and wait till the players leave the floor. You see a guy hopping over with a turned ankle. Don't be a butthole. Just have common sense. Like, we don't need indication notices on coffee cups saying it's hot. Just have a little sense. He was uh, in a lot of pain because I'm a, he's, he's not a pansy and he was actually physically crying. Yeah, he was hurt. He was hurt. So I do fan. I mean, you know, (laughs) now y'all losing the game that you shouldn't have lost. And it's not like Duke players, fans have not ever stormed a game. Right. They have. I'm sure. Because when they beat Carolina, because that game is always huge, mm-hmm. you know, from way back in the day, from Grant Hills and Lightner, some of that games, guys, we used to watch. So just give them a little time to get off. And you're speaking out. about probably it was an upset, obviously, but yeah. these home teams are just winning every game. They're winning 80% of the games now in college basketball. Yeah, it's tough to go on the road and win, especially with the I mean, but the ACC, it shouldn't but be. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's obviously the refereeing, I I would think, and I know the crowd's tough. Well, they broke out in a big fight. What NBA game was that? Broke out in the, uh, the heat, and uh, you didn't see that. The, they broke out in a fight, and uh, just, what's his name plays for the heat? It's so good. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you see that fight that broke out? No. Oh, yeah. See Him that. and OL guy from they were playing the Pelicans. Is that it was in New Orleans? Yeah. You have to go back and check that out. Huh. Yeah, there's a big they ejected about three or four guys, and there's a big mess. But Jimmy Butler's now he's not one to he's not one to mess with. He ain't gonna and the other guy he's fighting against is right, right. You know. But anyway, so that's speaking of college basketball, first a hundred and seventeen points. Your Kentucky Wildcats decided to light the stadium on fire and burn Alabama out. What happened? Besides not playing defense, what happened? I, I, well, it's just I, I did hear somebody say that if you pulled for either one of them, you need not get your hopes up about either one of them going too far. Uh, do you agree with that, Mr. Burge? I watched Kentucky play a few times, and depends on what part of the, the roller coaster they're on. I mean, they can be dominant. Yeah. Uh, or they can, you know, go lose, go lose to LSU. You know, not saying LSU is terrible, but. No, they're not. They've been playing better, except, well, they got beat by 20 yesterday. But uh, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, by Mississippi State at home. We say home teams win all the time. LSU got beat by 20 at home four days after they beat Kentucky. What, what happened at Bama? I don't know. How I, they just got outshot. Kentucky just lit it up. They scored 95. Alabama. That was the lowest points they've ever been held to. The most they've ever allowed in school history. And that was the most Kentucky had ever scored against a ranked team in school history. I don't know. A lot of people just saying they're just not doing anything on defense. I, I don't know. What did I – I didn't pay close attention to it. I know Alabama had eight dunks in the first half. Hmm. Four of them were lobs. Well, alley oops. Sears and them, they they got their points, you know, but it's yeah. not a team effort. And Oates said after the game, he said, "I'm not going to go in there and just drown on them. They're grown men; they know what's expected. And if they want to try to win the chip, guess what you got to do? Play defense. You got to play think, defense. I think the SEC team with the best chance to win is probably Tennessee. Oh yeah, they're number five. They beat 
Um, now we'll get into that in a minute. They beat A and M by thirty five, but lost to them a week ago. I don't get it. When, uh, when Dalton Connect gets going, I don't know if there's anybody too much. Better. Uh, he's he's a there. mystery to me. I read up on him yeah, today. I ta- played at a junior college. Played no. at Northern yep. Iowa. Now he averaged a lot of points, but he averaged twenty six points a game and uh in conference play. Twenty six. Did he grow up playing in the States or is he a European guy? No, he States. He's from gosh. up north up there. He may be I from think, Iowa. Yeah. I think people just No, he's from north. Colorado. Colorado. Hmm. He played it. Did he play at Northern Colorado, didn't he? Yeah, he, he grew up in Thornton, Colorado. He played uh, Prairie View High School and went to Northern Northeastern Junior College. And then played at Northern Iowa or Colorado? Northern, Northern Colorado. Iowa. Yeah, Northern, Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado. And decided he wanted to play one more year because they gave him that option. When's that over with, by the way? I think uh, heard, it, I think this is the last year for that. This is correct? it. The, yeah. So I heard from a coach, a local coach, that said said that too. Hey, they've got him. They've added him. Plus, they which they've lost six. That just tells you how good college basketball is now, I guess. But they've uh, they're loaded with talent. I mean, they had a lot of people coming back from last year, and then they now they've added him. What about the uh, what about the big long guy that Tennessee has? You seen him play? Which one? A do? Uh the one that was uh ineligible in the beginning. Oh no, I, I have not. Uh, that's Kentucky's guy, I believe. Kentucky's oh guy. yes, the one big Z. Yeah. Yeah, Z. Yeah. Yeah. He well, I I don't know. I know this sounds crazy. Kentucky's nineteen and eight and uh, they're fed <laughs> up with Calipari. Yeah, uh, I've been you. sick of him for ten years. But, Every year it's the same. Uh, well, they're saying he can't that he's got such a good team he can't find the lineup. But they say this definitely this shepherd needs to be in there all the time. Uh but he wasn't the first team parade all American. The starting point guard was the first team all American in high school. And Shepard was honorable mention, I think. But the fans want Shepard. I don't know y'all have y'all seen Reed Shepard play? Mm-hmm, yes. He, he's about 12 points a game. Uh somebody, it might have been Stephen A. No, it was Dick Vitale said uh he don't shoot enough. Mm-hmm. He shoots 50% from three. Mm-hmm. And they've got I'm a bunch of scores. The Dillingham kid, man. Dillingham. No, I like him. Well, he scores so much. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. He'll just come down and it's just pass over to him and he's dribble, dribble, shoot. <laughs> or dribble, yeah, dribble. Yeah. Step and, and you know off the top of the backboard. Uh, I, I, they can score well. You know they're they're ter- both teams are ranked very low on defense, but they're ranked very. They're top three in scoring, right? Both of them. I think so. Top, top five for sure. Yeah, I think Alabama was one. Kentucky's was. three. But did you see their defensive rankings? Three seventeen, three eighteen out of three sixty two. Oh, I don't. Okay, here's my question. Can you have both? Yes. You got to – okay, you got to meet halfway on this, don't you? You got to quit scoring 100 points a game. Well, you can be a hot shooter and still come down. I mean, Michael Jordan, I keep using his name. I'm sorry. He won the scoring title seven times, and he was also, you know, won the defensive player of the year three times. It just makes me wonder if – well, of course, they said the 96 Kentucky team averaged more points than this team, and they won it. And they were very good on defense. Yeah. So there, there's a middle. 
just because you come down here to shot, it's like they want to shoot the bow and put up, put the goggles on after they hit a three, get your butt back down the court. Stop worrying about putting on the goggles or, or making sure you got the ma- your mouthpiece in and chewing on a mouthpiece well, like Steph Curry. Stop trying to be. Well, there's obviously. I mean, Auburn's scoring an ungodly amount of points. Tennessee scores a lot. They're not playing defense. There's nobody hand their face. Now, uh, or, can they, or have they just gotten that good on offense? They play year-round. It's both. Yeah. I think it's both. Yeah. Because they, they play so much. <laughs> These guys are hitting shots with guys right in their face. Well, they practice it. You know, maybe they mean to make the goal higher. Let them <laughs> well, I mean, it's because it's almost like it's becoming easy. Yeah, I mean, well, the NBA scoring's up big time, right? Is it lack of defense or were yeah. they better shooters now? Both. I think it's and but you know some of that that they're better shooters may be accumulated because of no defense that you can be a better shooter. Dude, guys, when I was at Jacksonville watching these guys play, and I watched. Um, Homewood and I think it was Homewood and New Hope or um, Mountain anyway. Brook maybe. No, uh, but I, I'm watching them come down and shoot these threes, and they're behind, way behind the college line. They're That's, shooting. I mean, because there's an inside mark, you know, for high school there at the, on the court. Didn't you say and, that game was like 87, 84? Yeah, and at halftime it was like 17 to seven. They just go nuts. <laughs> Like, how do you score 70 points in two yeah, periods? Yeah, you said one of them scored 70 in the second half. Uh, so, or 60 or something like the that. The girls, too. I mean, you're going to watch this Skyline Spring Garden game. Uh, they come down and just – they don't even look at the line. But they just come down. They feel where they're at on the floor. It's just – Ace may come down and dribble down there or leave you and just wham. They're like shooting that, behind the line. It's like that girl from Iowa. She's ridiculous. Jacob St. Clair did it. Caitlin did it. Uh-huh. It's almost not fair. Yeah, I mean, you just – that's what the kids practice. But uh, now what about Purdue? I've seen a, All right, well, let a me clip go, on Purdue. Let me go through this quickly, and then we don't spend a lot of time on this. But number one, UConn won over Villanova by 25. Houston held on. After they give up a lead, 16 points, Baylor, they went into overtime but beat Baylor, 82-76. Purdue beat Michigan by eight. Arizona, 91-75 over Washington. Tennessee, 86-51 over A&M. Number six, Iowa State beat West Virginia, 71-64. Number seven, Marquette beat Xavier by 25. Duke lost to Wake Forest. Kansas beat Texas, 86-67. And I think we had some defense in this game. Number 10, North Carolina, 54, Virginia, 44. Yes. Wow. All those people missing their shots. But Bama, and it says, well, it's just not going to change at all. The top 10, Duke's probably going to drop to 10 with a three outside of it. They're going to be Illinois, Baylor, and Auburn. It's actually top 13. But I don't know if y'all knew this. March Madness has been pushed back a week. Oh, really? Hmm. I don't like that. What are we doing? Why? For what? The what champions. What I, I, I don't know. I don't, it's been pushed. Did, it, was it because of football? Did they try not to do much that week? That so we're about, we're out April eighth now. April eighth is the championship mm. for. There's two more weeks of college basketball before they even start the tournaments. Mm. Well, if you like college basketball, get your okay with it. <laughs> yeah, but April eighth. I mean, it's already that's baseball season by then. I know. Yeah. I mean, it always has been. I know a week don't sound like a big deal. 
But uh, yeah, wouldn't that interfere with their college baseball? It's getting close. Or, I mean, because as popular as softball is, and some of these schools that you're mentioning there, they have great softball programs too. So the girls' basketball also. It, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Why would they do that? I don't know. I'd like to look into that. It's never, it's always, as long as I can remember, been the middle of March. Well, now it's the the first game is like the 21st or 22nd. Yeah, the March first. 17th is Selection Sunday now. Yeah, see, that was last year. That was when we already had to tweet 16 by March 17th. First four is 19th, 20th, first round. Is the yeah, that's just those first four, right? Mm-hmm. Which a lot of people don't like that. I saw somebody speaking out against that big time yesterday. Talking about how stupid it was. Uh, we'll hit the comment section here. What's up, Mason? He says, not sorry, but the defensive win like that against A&M is a better win of the day. He's talking about Tennessee, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, cut short what is happening. The one thing you notice in the top 10 is they all can play defense and their scores will show that. That's true. Connect UConn give up 54. Uh, you know, I know the only ones nobody give up in the 80s, not one of them. Yeah, so that that's that is uh something to make a asterisk, beside. except Duke, and they lost. They were the only one that lost. They gave up 83. What's up, Jeff Anderson? Says he's reporting in. Burge, he is reporting from Carrollton. So I'm I'm assuming that he's home. So we're um, glad to hear that for sure. Yeah, good to uh, see you, Jeff. Yes, absolutely. Good Hope to see you on here. Doing good. I sent both you guys a picture on your messenger if you want to take a look at that. Uh, in just a minute, we're going to talk about that. But that's some college basketball stuff. And uh, – Here's some uh, things, and we're going to look at some recruiting stuff in a minute. Uh, Burge has got some guys he wants to talk about. I got a few. Uh, first, here, the biggest news on the page it went to over 700 likes on our page. Uh, and guys, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, again, thank you for coming by. Subscribe to our channel, help us hit 500. We, if we can get 500 by the 1st of April, we can add super chats and start doing a lot of cool things of ways for you to be able to help us to help you to keep bringing you college news at its best and without politics and yim yam and rehearsed BS. Mm. So thank you guys for all coming by. And like I said, that posting got over, it's working on 800 now. It may have done one over 800. Mm-hmm. And the wow. post was about Cadillac taking the running back coaching job at the Raiders. Yeah. I saw where somebody said they didn't think that'd work out because he's a recruiter. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, hope he does great. I like Cadillac. Yeah, and I don't know. I've heard stories about what went down at Auburn. Obviously, we're not going to discuss that. But I mean, well, it's time. But I think he was a good coach. He what? Not just the, a recruiter. No, yeah, he held he held the glue. Uh, he he was the glue that held Auburn together while they're in the midst of coaching problems. Mm-hmm. Right. And if all that was true of him having rooms for ladies, I. Would the would the Raiders take a chance? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't I don't know how that I mean works. He, he just got a job making a lot of money. He's a running back coach at a pro football team. Yeah. Yeah. That that's not who has an Alabama back. <laughs> yeah. Weird, isn't it? Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah, Jacobs is good. He does good there. So I just want to bring that up because it's the 
that that was the hottest topic on our page. That was number one hot topic. It's it's going to probably be over a thousand. I've had a lot of comments, and I mm-hmm. asked some questions on there. You know, just try to bring up, hey, what do you think about the allegations, or what do you guys know? I mean, there's mm-hmm. eight hundred people coming across. I'm sure somebody has knows something. Well, it's like that, and we won't get into that. But you're, I'm hearing six million different stories about Eli Gold. Heard oh it. yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I've heard it was all the university and they done him wrong. And then there's another faction that's saying he went in there and did this and that. He wanted his full-time job back and they didn't want to do that to Stewart. Right. They they offered him that you can still do home games. Mm -hmm. That's right. I said, who knows? Well, will we ever know the truth? Well, here's from reading about four different articles. I put it together that morning and Here's what we know. Last year he was cut. We're talking about Eli Gold announcer Alabama is leaving the university, um, kind of being a prick about it. That he's born and raised up in New York, and that's no shot at anybody from the north. Because I knew of some guys from New York that were super nice people. But he's got a little bit of that, that swag to him, swag. I guess. Yeah. And I, you know, that's whatever. What's disappointing about all this is we know this for a fact first. First off, we know that he was cut the uh, travel games last year. Mm-hmm. Then the year before, we know that he had been sick, and we right. do know that the university took care of him and continued to pay him. His salary was one hundred twenty thousand a year from Alabama. Right now, coming into this year, new contracts, new talks. Stewart had already been coming in and doing the games. People like him, and if you know Stewart, <laughs> he is Alabama blue through and through. I've watched him do tighter insider and news at Alabama at the university for years. Mm-hmm. This is not some guy off the street that just kind of wandered up there. This Stewart is Alabama. So they want to go with him full time and bring him because he's already been there and been around. He did call the SEC title game and mm-hmm. he did call the Rose Bowl. Eli did not. Right. right. So they, these are facts. I'm just like, this is what we know. Now, his contract was coming up. We know that. Now, the rest of this is just from things I've gathered together in my me being a lawyer. I'm not really a lawyer, but I've seen one on TV. So I made, I don't know. I've watched <laughs> Holiday Inn. Yeah, I watched the uh, Holiday Inn Express. The, the Criminal Minds or Law and Order. I watched oh, it. A, Barb is good. So I, I've watched that. So I can tell you that I know. I'm just, I'm being, I'm kidding. But he won a new contract. He won a little more money. The mm-hmm. cats had offered him already probably close to a million dollars to call their games. It's an arena league in Nashville. A million. Close to a million. Um, because so to move from 120,000 to 720,000, that's a huge jump. Mm-hmm. If they can pay him that, then hats off to him. And I don't, I don't have a problem with him leaving. And we appreciate Eli go for all that he's done. Oh, to he, was great. he was great for the past 35 years or so. So after that, he was proposed with this idea. Okay. We can't pay you that much. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just not going to do that. And with you being 70, um, I mean, probably not goes without saying, we probably don't want to invest a lot of money in a 70-year-old that's just been sick. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Nothing against him. Right. But, I right. mean, we must be business smart here. and can't You just can't be emotional and just react on emotion. Say, he wants uh, 250 times. Just pay him and we'll just keep him here. You can't do that. And it has nothing to do with the board. So please, all those fans, get off uh, of that. Yeah, I heard that the has board, nothing to do with it. Zero. <laughs> promise you. I don't he's know trying, why he would care. No, he's trying to recruit players. That's his job. Mm. Win football games. He could care less who's on the radio. Who's listening to the radio anyway? One. Yeah. Well, I, well, they just liked his voice. And a lot of people would put it on. I personally didn't. I didn't but either. a lot of people would put him on. 
And I loved him. I did. Yeah, sure. We don't but, got nothing against him. He was a big voice for NASCAR for years. And But do you think that they were just going to keep him on anyway? No, he was going to be back to the same thing. That's he was what doing. I meant. Yeah. You still, he was, they didn't change. They wasn't firing him. No, they wanted to keep, he oh. wanted more time. Okay. He said, well, I want more money. So therefore, that would mean I would need to go more time. So I'd have to start traveling away games. They're like, well, we've done brought Stewart in and we're kind right. of ready to move on, but you can stay. And two, this is now this part is also fact. We're going to let you stay on here, call the A Day game. We'll do a big ceremony, bring you out before the game, make a plaque, yep. do something nice because we appreciate he you here. Declined. He declined. What a freaking butthole to deny the fans. The fans are taken up for this butthole. And then him declined. They, I, and why he didn't, it was he wanted to do it all. Or he wasn't going to do nothing. So That's he, what I figured. I've put it he, together. At first, I was upset. He walked away, denying the fans to do the spring, to do the A-Day game. So, to heck with him, dude. Who cares? And, so, and that one won't take – So, y'all don't – y'all neither one – Right. Well, they, y'all don't think – well, they got to have a replacement at some point because let's just face it, Eli's not going to live forever. He's 70. Like Coach Saban is 72. People chill out. Saban retired. He's right. 72. Well, the can average age of life expectancy, 78. Can so Saban I, go ride the pontoon and play some golf? Leave him alone. <laughs> I'm okay with Saban retiring. Do I like it? Not really, but one day it's right. going to happen. And it just happened to be this year. We lost Eli Gold. But they we can't. lost Rick and Bubba. The state of Alabama is falling apart. And people were wigging out, and they're starting to go out by Kansas. Everybody's just going to combine with Georgia and just make it one big state. Be called by Georgia. <laughs> Jabama. Jabama. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to combine the states. There's no more Rick and Bubba. Eli Gold is going up Nashville, and Saban is gone. I don't know. I wouldn't. Guys, I don't know that I would. Oh, gosh. I'll just be honest with you. 720000 to call. Nashville Cats football or 100. I know y'all going to be like, you're stupid. Or 120,000 to call Alabama. I think I stay at Alabama. Nashville Cats? It's an arena league. They, How long is that even going to last? I don't know. See, he's from. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I don't. The problem I had, for, this is, I was okay and just kind of like, well, you know, he's, we appreciate Wait. his time. What really peed me off when he, what Bird said, he denied. He well, he just got it. mad at him. I'm like you. I think he just asked for it all back. Aaron said, "If if Feinbaum retires, uh, we like, write." I don't think Dean hates care. Dean hates Feinbaum. No. You don't I've, like gotten, Paul? I've gotten to where I like him. A little Most people better. don't. But a lot of people here. I don't. used to couldn't stand him. That time he said that Oregon couldn't beat Mississippi State. <laughs> He does it for the reaction that you're giving. Uh, oh, I was on the phone. I had to wait. <laughs> I love That's to hear Diamond Dean. It, it was the year that Oregon there, nearly beat Auburn. <laughs> it was the year Oregon nearly beat Auburn. I mean, if you got that play from oh, yeah. the Auburn running back, that shouldn't – I mean, it should have counted, but how often does that happen where the Oregon players thought they tackled him? Yes. They don't win that game. Oregon couldn't beat Mississippi State. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I was mad. he done it just for that because he gets a reaction. <laughs> That's why a lot of people – that's what we have to remember as media people – Crane and Company, I watched mm-hmm. him religiously. And Jay Boy has been around a long time. I've watched him for years. He'll say stuff just to, just to get a reaction. I right. don't do that because I'm not a – I don't 
It's shock. It's yes. almost like shock radio. I don't kind of do that. I may do it with a title, like the thumbnail for this is who's next. Right. And we're insinuating. Are we insinuating who's getting fired next? Or are we insinuating who's going to be the big winner next? So, Eli Gold, peace and love and chicken grease to you. Thanks for your time, but you can kick rocks, kid. You dump on the A-Day game and deny it because you get all or nothing. I don't got no use for that, and that's how it is. And I was born in Alabama, and that's how I am. I don't think they uh, – I don't care. I, I, I didn't I, care when I heard it. I was like – Oh, I well, couldn't oh. believe it. I was like, well, okay, Eli Gold's moving on. Stewart's there, and he's great. And then I started reading more and more, and just then it was like, well, why would he do that? Like, all or nothing. Like we're gonna go make a ceremony for the freaking buttholing, and the, the guy's gonna just step out. Well, I just call all of them, or I won't even go to the eight day game. We'll leave then, guy. Go get you freaking. So what fresh was third? He was just fruit and fudbugger treats over here. Hey, forget about it. Are you talking to me over here? Well, well who's the color guy? What's John Parker Wilson yeah. think about it? I, had, I mean, I heard they were close. Yeah, is it? I had, I had or is it Tyler Watts or? See, I don't even know who the play-by-play guy. Feel savage. To the radio. This just proves, guys. Nobody <laughs> listens to the stupid radio in their car. This is not 1990. We got big TVs with five different ESPN channels. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. Eli Gold's gone. Really, I, if you I do, take it. I wish I could be there, play-by-play. If you do say that you really are, you're either just being clickbait and trying to stir something, mm-hmm. just to put something out there to get a reaction. And we made birds so mad about he's it. He's, he's left. Then you can't. That's not. You can't just say that you that you're going to just write the team. We're going to protest the football team because the radio guy. Well, we don't know the whole story. Now, if they come out and said, "Look, we don't care if he's sick. We don't right. care if he's great. We want to move on from him." Uh, you know that I could see that getting some. Ba- uh, he said something aggressive on the air. He said. He dropped a controversial, stereotypical word or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. We but just to say, oh, we're comfortable where you're at calling home games. We would love for you to call the A Day game this year. We're excited about a day. Well, my contract's coming up, and you know what? I've got this offer from another team. It's going to make a little more money. Y'all need to step it up. And get, I need a bigger bag. Mm-hmm. Well, where'd this come from, Eli? I mean, we pay you pretty good, and you had sick, and had cancer. And I think we took up, take care of you and your family, and we put you up here. Mm-hmm. We're still going to give you box seats. They still give him seats to come to any game he wants to come to. I, I'm just not. Who's y'all's play-by-play guy, Benton? Uh, Scott Howard, I believe. Now, you like – who was the one that was so famous, like Gold oh, yeah. Munson? Stepped yeah. in with a hobnail boot. Now, he, did he retire on his own terms? Uh, I'm trying to think. So long ago. Yeah. Uh, I know Kentucky basketball had a famous one, about like Gold, and he quit on his own. But why would like Georgia or Auburn fans be up in arms about Eli Gold leaving? Well, they just want to think that the university just called him in and said, we have no use for you anymore. You're right. As a Georgia fan, I got tired of hearing, touchdown Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is a good NASCAR guy. Ain't no telling yeah. how much money he makes. I mean, oh, sure. Yeah. But if you're from another team and not everybody, but I've seen a lot of people comment on, on what I'd shared and I know they're fans of the other team. They just want to create this dream world that Alabama's falling apart. They're sick of them winning. They're sick of it. They're sick of it. Sick I mean, I it. even put something when I first heard They it. want the college, the university to burn down. Bear Bunch dead and his bones and digging them up. Saban's gone and y'all need to move. You know, people, yeah. people are sick of Alabama. Well, I mean, I read the comments and I didn't think a lot. Some of them were until they got the whole story, but 
There's two sides to every story. And I waited. Unfortunately. I've learned the truth. <laughs> yeah, and through doing politics when Obama came in office, I learned then. And then I started doing new stuff at church, and I had to start studying other Bibles of other religions. I learned then, don't say nothing at first. Read the other side first, and then make a comment, even if you comment at all. I've, so people, if I'm good at anything, I've been a lot better at that in the past 15, 20 years of my life. Well, them, go quit. I tell you what, that's about Alabama. Them firing him. Firing by gold. Them just coming and telling him, mm, we're not renewing you. And I put this on Facebook the other day. I, it might have got three likes. Uh, but I heard this quote, if things don't add up, quit adding and subtract the truth. That don't make no sense for them to just say, contract time, Eli, you're done. Yeah, we'll see, buddy. We're moving on. That'll make no sense. But we're going to let you do the A-Day game. That's, they was going to let him do the same thing. And he could have called A-Day, and he said, I want to do the whole season and be back at my top. You know, that's area. really – I don't know if y'all know this and if y'all can do it. That's what I want to do. But uh, I, don't, I don't have no qualifications for it. I would love to be a color guy or a play-by-play guy. Uh, oh. What do I'm, you think, Ben? I'm, dab- I'm dabbling sure into it. Me and, uh, me and Paul – Kevin or doing Stuga games this year. For, you know, I don't know if I would want to do the – I think I'd rather be the color guy. I don't know if I, I would, would want to be the guy. play by – because you got to be on if you play by play now. I'm a color guy. I'm going to add and talk about the kid or mention something about that's, a story. That's about what him, I you know, burning down a tent in the Boy Scouts one day. Tell you what, he's on fire tonight just like he was that night. He burned down a tent in the Boy Scout meeting. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be a Tony Romo color guy to where they're saying that – and I thought he did, too. He talked too much in the Super Bowl. Uh, comment section, Coach Short says, I don't know if you remember him or not, but uh, George uh, Hobblitzel is the former – Hobblitzel. Hobblitzel yeah. was the former head coach at Piedmont and Valley Head. Yes. And a head coach was chosen to be in the Calhoun County Sports Hall of Fame. All right. Uh, is it Hobblitzel? Hobblitzel, yeah. him and his son, Tommy Hobblitzel, coached together for years in North – West Georgia coached at Calhoun. Where, where, Calhoun. Okay, I and so wrong. They coached at Calhoun some. I think Tommy coached it wrong. I know. I think when you said hobnail boot, that must have. He coached at right. Piedmont and Valley Head. He was head coach at Piedmont and Valley Head. And Dade uh, County too. I think Calhoun County Sports Hall of Fame. Okay. I know he was there at Piedmont for a long time because I had a coach. He'll remain nameless. Said he worked for him, and he was down there. He said, "You're going, you're going to coach my JV." And also, Dade County here in Yes, yeah. he said, "Well, that's fine. I mean, that's my third year of coaching. I'm fine with coaching you JV." So he put in the reverse. He said, "Coach Hobblesell, come down there and said, what is that? A reverse?" He goes, "Let's just run George Hobblesell plays." <laughs> <laughs> well, in other words, get rid of the reverse. Be like Coach Benefield coming there if they run something. Coach B at down at five. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> he said he was nice about it. We're not doing that. Yeah, he did say he didn't smart off to him. He just said, let's just run my place. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, so that's some kicking news around the land. College basketball, give our top ten there of what's expected yeah. to kind of come and some news around that from Reddick's comments and the kid on the Duke game, Wake Forest, coming on there and getting run over. Eli Gold will be moving on, and uh, farewell and good wishes to him. Now we'll do some college recruiting stuff. 
And first, though, I sent all you guys this, all three of you guys, I sent this on um, uh, this on on your messenger. Top five underrated coaches in college football. Yes. And uh, y'all can look at this. I sent it to Birds. It's on your phone, Dean. You got it on yours, right. too. Uh, and, and these are just kind of opinions based loosely on 24-7 sports. I follow a lot of their stuff. Number five coach, uh, Barry Odom, uh, which is uh, – yeah, He's yes. actually made them – Relevant, very relevant. So, uh, Odom is they're not just going to be a basketball school anymore. So, I think he's obviously done a good job in changing the course around there. Uh, number four, Charles Huff at Marshall. Guys, what do you think about them? Him, uh, uh, I mean, they did beat Notre Dame last year, they are on the rise and they have recruited some players. Uh, I think that's I, I agree with, I mean, go ahead through it, of course, but yes, I definitely agree with both of them. Yeah, but Odom used to. Coach at Arkansas or be defensive coordinator or something. He was the head coach of Missouri, the, was he not? Was he the head coach? At Missouri, Odom was, yeah. was he not? Yeah. I heard that he's going to fire Drinkwitz and bring him. But no, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, God. You can't I, fire Drinkwitz right now. now. <laughs> uh, number three, Willie Fritz Yeah. at Houston. Tell us about Willie Fritz. Do you know any more about him, Burge? I don't know anything about Willie Fritz. I know I, Houston's I, good. Well, that's, that's the thing. They're – I'll let him look look him up right there, and we'll talk about him for a minute. Birds will give you some more facts on him. Uh, well, Houston football team, we know they're relevant. Yes, yes, uh, I do not think they'll want to win a title, but they no, are relevant. Their basketball team's good. Oh my gosh, yes, we had them. I had them in the Final Four last year. Yeah, I, I may have a win. They it, may go but, to the Final Four this year. And we'll put out a. I don't um, know who will. We'll do our pick on this stuff in a month, like we did last year. Yeah, they'll make us a page. Got to wait a month. Okay, so uh, Willie Fritz was at Tulane from sixteen to twenty-three. Yes, that's right. Yes, dude, he turned them around. Yes, they've got a good program. They they were good in the last two years. Um, Lance Leopold at Kansas. We can we talked about them last summer. Um, that to be on the lookout, they may be kind of on the rise. They're, they're good players at Kansas now. Football. Well, their program was in such bad shape, is what I read. Now they're winning six, seven games. Yeah, now. I mean, you know, this guy's second on this list, and he's not going ten and three. He's going seven and six, but it was in that bad of shape. And uh, Leopold. Is where was he? Where was he at before? I, should, I don't I have know. My card here, and I had it wrote down. I'd like I left it. Ben, do you have that where Leopold came uh, from? I, I will have it. Just one second. And of course, uh, the Air Force guy. He is uh, definitely a, an option master. I agree with him being underrated, but I don't agree with him being the most underrated. I'd have to say Willie Fritz may be the most underrated. Yeah, uh, Leopold was at Buffalo. From 15 okay. to 20. What about Calhoun? Because, uh, well, I think Houston's a better, got a better football team than yeah. Air Force. Yeah. I guess that's why I'm saying. Troy Calhoun was, is, uh, he's an Air Force guy. He was, yep. he was actually there. Uh, Did he play uh, there? That just name sounds familiar. He played uh, from 85 to 88 at quarterback for Air Force. Those high school quarterbacks or college quarterbacks make good coaches, don't they? Yeah, usually. Why is that? He also spent time for the Denver Broncos as an assistant and mm-hmm. quarterbacks coach for Houston Texans. Probably the knowledge of the game. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, you, do you ever hear 
how many inside linebackers or head coaches, and why aren't more of them? They got brain damage. <laughs> or how many times do you hear that? Our blocking back made a great coach, huh? <laughs> Um, you never hear that. So those are some underrated. I just seen that earlier, and I thought I'd mm-hmm. just like to share. Those are those are some names. Those are some guys to be on lookout for. Uh, and some of those teams, uh, you never know. Yeah, now, yeah. we're not picking uh, to win national championship. Slow no. your roll. Okay, don't start kicking up grass over there and right. getting gravels in your flip flops and get all crazy over there. Birds with gravels in your flip flops. You know when you get gravels in your Crocs, they yeah. don't wear Crocs. I don't wear them. I didn't wear them before my accident. I mm. definitely don't wear them. That's right. That's then I got caught in a pool drain. <laughs> then they're in a 91 at Riverside Pool. <laughs> I had that. I told somebody that one time. and they Jesse uh-huh. was like, what? <laughs> no. Uncle Todd's funny. I caught in a pool drain. <laughs> oh, like the motor went yeah. on? Yeah. The, the filter thing. Oh, oh God. Well, oh. I did that to Ethan when he was younger. And he thought it was a fake. And I'm like, no, son. Where would I get a fake foot? To miss a toe. To miss toes. But <laughs> <laughs> she was young. And I'm like, no, it's not fake. Uh, you sure? I'm like, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> we, we make fun of that a lot. That's, that's always a lot of fun. So. It is. It is. It's 20 years old. Now, we didn't do it two months after it was over with. No. <laughs> so make sure you, you come by here and subscribe to the channel. Get all your breaking news yeah. on shot feet, sports news, and... You know, don't freak out like when you do when you get a gravel stuck in your crock. Because I'll tell you. No, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go. I'm, no, sir. I'm just, I'm just Cadillacing. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I, I tell you another underrated guy, which is going to get his chance to shine right here, Mike Elko. I think yeah. uh, he's going to get his shot. Uh, he's going to be in front of the, the big yeah. guy here. We'll they see what he crazy. can do with what's left from uh, the previous regime there at A and M. Um, they got money. Uh, it's definitely something they can add to, and um, and we're going to talk about that. We're, we're fixing to do our uh, college spot on some of these coaches' uh, main head, header topic. However, let me tell you about uh, the guy we talked about last week, the Saab kid uh-huh. from Michigan. He's coming to Bama, corner. Uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, so I had just brought him up, and he is signed on to to be uh, play defenses back at Alabama. And these are just a few names, two or three names that's just kind of hot on the list. And Burge has got some some guys that he wants he can throw around. Um, running back Anthony Rogers, he's from IMG. Uh, just recently, he moved from IMG from down there to Carver High School uh-huh. because he wants to be in state. So when he he commits to Bama, just being closer to home, he's moved his family up this way. And, uh, and look these guys up, okay? Anthony Rogers, and you can see the, the sob kid from uh, Michigan. Look him up, too. Uh, he was a four-star out of high school. These are four- and five-star guys. Here's another guy. Now, he's committed to Notre Dame right now, but I, I put on this list. I've listed some Bama Standard Roll Tide podcast and uh, like Barstool Bama or 24 Sports Bama. These people talk to the kids and interview the coaches and behind the scenes, this kid that's committed to Notre Dame, his name is Deuce Knight. He's from Mississippi. He's a quarterback, class of 25. Have you heard of him, Burge? I have not heard of him. All right, Deuce Knight, he's he's committed to Notre Dame right now. Uh-huh. He's really good. He's big. He's a big kid. Um, 
they feel like uh, DeBoer has a connection with him through something with him and uh, one of his other coaches. And I don't know how really. It didn't tell a lot of it, but DeBoer's on the trail for this kid. He's trying to bring in next year to bring in this top quarterback. So that could be very interesting. And uh, Burge, tell us about, do you know anything about Juju? He's he's USC, but uh, he's around Carrollton way down there. I don't think that'll – I don't think he'll stay with them. I may be I, wrong. I don't think so neither. And he visited Bama this weekend. And him and Ryan Williams are—they were on um, on Instagram the other day. Some of the guys from Bama—they're hanging out. So he's visiting the college. Uh-huh. I know. I don't know. I know Georgia's, of course. I mean, it's you know right there. And of course, Auburn's going to try to you know get him too. But do you know anything about he's Gigi? Five trips. Maybe Jeff does. Yeah, he's got five trips coming up in March. He'll be back at Alabama on March eighth. Okay. Uh, he'll be in Athens on March 14th. Uh, Auburn on the 16th. He's going to Colorado on the 22nd. And then he'll be back at USC on the 30th at the end of the month. So we'll see if USC can hold up. Hmm. Hmm. If Riley leaves, I don't think he'll ever go there. The only way he'll stay is if Riley stays, but which we don't know if Riley will. USC schedule don't look like it used to. I think. Riley will end up being a professional coach. Myself. I'm just predicting that. Because they're Big Ten now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of traveling. I mean, <laughs> for, uh, well, it they won't have, be as bad for football because yeah, you've got some games. time to rest. They have, I think they got three away games, two or three. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you play volleyball or run track, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do that. No, some know. of them are still going to do. I wouldn't want me the guy scheduling all that. Teams that you're – like Oregon's still going to have Oregon State, okay? Right, because it's a yes. USC still going to play UCLA. UCLA. Yes. It's just going to change about two games. It's like Texas and um, Texas and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a little different, but um, uh, recruiting stuff and all that. Birds uh, talk brag on some kids he's got wrote down. Right now, the number one kid in the land. Bryce Underwood is committed LSU is from Bellevue, Michigan, six three, two hundred and five pounds. Uh, I watched some of his huddle stuff. He is the legit thing. Number one player in the country. Bryce Underwood. Bryce Underwood. He is committed to LSU at the moment, quarterback. He'll be coming out in that 25 class. He's in that Notre Dame group with – he's in that group with a Notre Dame kid, uh, Deuce Knight. Deuce Knight is from Mississippi, by the way. So, you know, know, if you play high school football in Mississippi, it's, it's close to being like Georgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah, they've got good athletes. Yeah. So if you're pretty good over there, you're probably pretty good. Do y'all know who's considered? Guys, yeah, just take 10 seconds. I'm sorry. Do y'all know who's considered the greatest player in Mississippi high school football history? Jerry Rice. Cam Akers. What? Yeah. Brett Favre. Who's Cam Akers? Played <laughs> Florida State. I don't know. Where's he played, Benton? He played some. He hadn't had a an illustrious pro career, but uh, didn't. Cam Akers was with uh, he was with uh, the, the Rams. Rams, I wasn't it? He I think he got moved. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He just ran wild down there. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he was even from. Somewhere over close to Jackson, and uh, just, yeah, he's considered the greatest player in Mississippi history. High school. Bird to some. Uh, Who's some dogs you got to to mention? Some guys running around, some top picks. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Florida's picking up some guys. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, he, he 20, needs to. This 25 class, because did you look on that list as you went down? I just kept seeing Florida, 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 LSU, Clemson, Tennessee, Florida. I was like, God, like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah Florida. He's He's got to. It, it his... don't look just like Georgia and Bama, like how it's usually been looking. Clemson is too. Davos, they're putting, they're going to have the best offensive line maybe in the country next year. Very likely. Yeah. 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 That's what you told. Have some guys around the way, Burge. Uh, another guy, another non-skill player, uh, David Sanders Jr. You ever heard of him? Yes. He's number two overall player, uh, number one in his position, which is tackle. Uh, he, he's going to add more weight when he gets to college, but listen yeah. to 6'6", 270. I think yeah. he's got all of the usual suspects on him right now. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, all the usual suspects. I don't I hadn't seen any lanes yet, so it'll be a big pickup for somebody. Uh, as far as what Georgia has in the fold so far, uh, as of now, Justice Terry is the only five star that they have committed for the twenty five. Huh. Um, and he's the number eight overall player, number two defensive lineman. Uh and he's he from He's from Manchester, Georgia, uh, 6'5", yeah. 275, currently. Small child. Manchester's loaded, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a couple other guys that uh, we have here. Bo Walker is a three-star running back from Cedar Grove that Georgia picked up uh, recently. And then uh, Pirlet, Jaden Pirlet from, from Buford. Yeah, I seen him. Um, he is a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, he's number Buford. eight overall in his position, top fifty. And uh, yeah, I, he played with uh, the guy that we just signed this year that we flipped from Florida State, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, KJ Bolden. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think George got a lot coming in this year. A uh, twenty-five. I think there's a lot to be done. Still set third nationally, though, on with five commits. Right. Well, they, were, they were number one, number that, one class of you know as of this this last recruiting cycle. Uh, Georgia's one, Bama's two. So, yep. The uh, richer gets get richer. They could make a rule that Georgia couldn't recruit out of state, and they'd still be okay. Yes, no, and Florida. That's a big misconception. A lot of people don't know if you just follow because, and we know a little more, I guess, because if you're just pure college football watching, you don't. Not that you can't, but reason we have a little better idea of this stuff because we cover high school, mm-hmm. yeah. and both you guys work Georgia area. You are at a school over there, and Birds covers those areas and interviews coaches, and he they, their show gives player of the year and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they know and. These kids out of Buford, they are uh, they are great players. Mm-hmm. But Georgia and Bama, and, and somebody got on the board about that. Like, well, he don't even recruit. Oh, I know. It's an Auburn fan on Twitter. They, he don't even recruit the state. I was like, he's been there a day. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he it showed up the next day. But that's not like Georgia either. I mean, you know, with the Atlanta but They area. don't have to because these kids from California are running out of there, and these athletes like, uh-huh. uh, well, I mean, Bryce Young and Najee Harris are just some easy ones to mention right off the top of the bat. Right. But all the best players are are 
was it five star? No, our picks. Was it first round picks? Georgia had 33 and, and Alabama had 19. Georgia's way ahead. And it's because there's more schools. There's just more people over right. there. There's right. all, the population is oh, just God. nuts, crazy higher. I mean, Kirby may be not even, he may not even fly on his recruiting trips. He can just get in his car and ride down the road. Florida is where Louisiana linemen grow on trees. I mean, they literally just pop out of the ground. He probably don't have to do a ton of traveling. Texas. But it's not what you think it is. So. No, no, no. They still have to get out. And, oh, yeah. You know, but they don't have to work as hard as Wisconsin's coach now. Let's just be serious. Uh, no. <laughs> well, like up there, too. They I have, wouldn't think they would have to. They're, they're linemen uh, growing trees. Yeah. yeah. They just, I mean, you just go up there to, the gun. You just go up there to Wisconsin and it's like LSU. You just have. Mm-hmm. Guys, you just go up there and get your lineman. But, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, you got any more birds you want to brag on? Some more you see on there? Maybe not Georgia kids or somebody else or uh, some big names that stand out, maybe, or some, some guys that look good. I tell you, uh, a guy from uh, Thompson down there in Alabaster, Alabama, uh, Jared Smith, number 10 overall yeah. player. Six six two thirty, man. He's he's going to be a terror off the edge, oh. uncommitted still. So I mean, six, you know, six, number one in his position, Thompson. Uh, yeah, from Thompson. So you Jared know he plays football. I, I I've seen his stuff on. I think I follow him on uh, on Instagram. Pretty sure I do. Yeah, these I've seen a lot of edge rushers. Do you notice that on that list? There's a lot of edge. defensive edge guys. There are. There's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zion so. Grady, he's he's a guy that is leaning Alabama. Also has some Georgia ties. Uh, he's from Enterprise, Alabama. Six five, two twenty five, number three overall, edge rusher. Well, those are some top recruits from around the land, kind of Georgia and and uh, that kind of stuff. What's up, Jack Dupree? What are you doing? I ain't seen him in a long time. Hope all the Ladies are doing well, and the family, and the, and the little man, little Jack. Little Jack. Um, we're just fixing to get in college football, uh, probably the, the highlight of the show. We're going to list and give some ideas of some different teams and kind of records of where they're at and how they did last year, maybe how they're going to do next year. Who's next? You know, who's going to be the next guy uh, to maybe possibly win a chip? Because there's going to be interesting. A lot of guys are kind of moving on, and with, with, uh, well, the head of the table, I'm not here anymore. He's going to move on. Saban's gone now. The Godfather. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Godfather. So, with Saban moving on, people can eat. Man. Okay. I got to admit it. I don't think the Godfather's the best mafia, maybe. I may be ousted. Do you like it, Benton? Mm. I like Goodfellas and Casino. Yeah. That's just me. They're all 1A, 1B, 1C. I love all of them. Godfather's so long, it does draw out a little bit. But it said it glamorized them too much. They really ain't that nice. They're a lot. They're really meaner, like they were in Goodfellas. And you're not a mafia guy, uh, Benton. I know you're not in the mafia, but are you like mafia I'm movies? In the Jordan mafia. Okay, uh, I really don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really don't watch a lot of movies. I'm more yeah. of a live sports sports replay. Like when I'm sitting around, I might be on a computer watching. You know. You don't Some watch Ozark. No, never seen it. Oh, never God, seen Purge. 
Bear. Please. Before I football can't season, see if you continue naming place, uh, movies and shows, and I've never seen them. Watch Ozark. True Detective? Just watch Ozark. Never heard of it. That one, never heard of it. Oh, I've never even watched. I've never seen Star Wars, Star Trek, none of that. And I, I, I want to apologize to my mother, but she told me she didn't. Castaway was on. Mm. I have seen that. When I, when I was over there, and she's like, well, I don't know what that is. And I like got mad for a second. I'm like, what? I said, Tom Hanks. How do you not know who that is or what that is? But, you know, no, everybody has not know. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell she you don't about watch movies much. Somebody that does know. Uh, <laughs> coming into the first year, Burge. Dogs number one, back-to-back champions, looking to three-peat. Had a, had a good season, breaking in a new quarterback. Uh, the team was exactly like we all three guessed. We figured that they would lose a game somewhere. One. I didn't think it would be – early I didn't think it would be Bama. I had Georgia playing LSU. So now fast-forwarding to the future at present date here on February the 25th, twenty. 24. Burge, tell us about, we know about their loss last year. You don't have to go over that. But tell us about the schedule coming for Georgia. And, um, hey, look, it's not going to be as easy. It ain't gonna, they ain't going to get Ball State and GMC meat market up here at Coosa. This That's year, good. this, they do have the best pimento cheese. That wicked pimento is great. It's good. So, it, tell us why Georgia has the a great chance of uh, you know Kirby getting him number three. Well, Most I'm going to start by saying this. I'm going to start by yeah. saying this. Uh, you don't have to be in the championship game to even yeah. have a shot at the championship. Not now, uh, man. We're 12, gonna the twelve team playoff is going to make things very interesting in the end. Um, I know y'all probably already talked about the they changed. You know the, the the format, but you know what? That's Burge? for the next year, though. No, right? it's coming in right now. It's coming oh, this time. Okay. And yeah. me and Birds, if people like guys, we broke this down last year. Me and Birds did a, a special along with this, and we right. went through the whole thing. So what we thought it was going to happen is just it's happening. Like we yeah. kind of picked it. So Georgia, you know, go through their schedule and tell us where they what did they lose a game this coming year. Um, you know, I would I would say eleven and one, uh, ten and two at worst. I think the two games that you worry about the most, uh, obviously at Bryant Denny, and then they have to go to Texas uh, later on in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you had to give a third one to kind of watch out for, they're at Ole Miss on November 9th. I think that could yeah. be a, Ole Miss supposed to supposed to have a good team be an interesting game uh we'll go through the whole schedule here uh yeah they have clemson start the year yeah uh, come in ranked probably top 20 uh mm-hmm. in atlanta uh tennessee tech uh, that should be a win uh at kentucky so i think i think um that could be a tough game no yeah i think the SEC, i don't think so it could be i think the sec did georgia a favor uh, they're going to break in some of the new guys and actually get a road SEC contest before they go to Bryant-Denny. I think that's mm-hmm. a big thing, that they get to go to Kroger Field, play on the road. Uh, and then I know Alabama and Georgia are off 
the week before the Alabama Georgia game. So uh, they'll be at Bryant Denny on September 28th, and they <laughs> that's going to be a ridiculous ticket if you can even even find any more right now. Yeah, but there's just I don't want to get into it, but there's somebody missing. Nick so, Saban. Nick Saban. I'm telling you. It makes a difference. Well, that's, I mean, We're gonna the see. jury's out on that. I mean, we'll see how yeah. how everything goes. We'll see. I still think does, he'll be good, but he's still missing. Yeah. Does Does the fact that Saban is not there to make this or that adjustment, does that change right. how Alabama? I don't think so. They're well, there's very few people good. that knows what to do in ab- absolute. There's very few, and you agree with that, that know what to do in absolutely every situation. Yeah. I it mean, was ridiculous. Huh? Experience is huge, and you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not trying to throw off on DeBoer, but I think he he's come up rather quickly um, as far as his coaching. Right. Um, you know, he he really didn't recruit a lot of the players that he had at Washington. A lot of those were transfers in, mm-hmm. and then let's just face it: if Washington plays in the SEC, they probably don't get there. To that spot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I think Alabama's still going to be good, but I think Georgia's probably good enough to go win. Uh, I think so. And the one reason why I game. say that, veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, you know, the jury was out early in the year, and I think even Big Big Matt didn't know if he uh, believed in, in the quarterback back too much. But from what I've seen throughout the year, I, I like think Vandergrift. he's a good player. Mm-hmm. I loved him. He's gone now. Mm-hmm. East Kentucky's. Or my, I think we'd all agree that Beck is good enough to lead you if if everything else yes. goes the right way. I think the the sample size last year was still kind of small. I'm, I, I'm. It's the same thing with uh with Doc. Same thing, Burge. Um, with Beck is I expect so much because Kirby's the coach. Uh-huh. Like I did with Alabama. Dude, I come on here and I've drilled Alabama last year. Did I not get on them? Uh-huh. I get on Georgia too. I expect a lot. And in some some situations, now I, I know he can't be perfect. But I just expect some things. And, well, we're just going to have to see because – what I'm saying is the schedule in last year was just pretty easy for Georgia. And when they had to play yeah. Bama, he just didn't look real good. But at times he did. He did late in the game. But mm-hmm. but Bama makes a lot of people. I mean, Michael Jordan made a lot of people not look. John Starks is great at the Knicks, but Michael made him look bad sometimes. Are you kidding? Gary Payton? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those guys couldn't even play with him. <laughs> but they're great. So. But they're great. This year, we're going to have to see Beck go on the road at some big games at, at high competition of, of 101,000 screaming at Tuscaloosa. I'm just curious, win or lose? I can watch a game and not be win or lose. It's kind of like wrestling. It's not about winning and losing. How do you show up? How do you keep engagement with the fans? And can you go through the processes and, and learn and grow? Because he'll be back next year also, right? I mean, I wouldn't say Beck will be here this year and 25. Uh, he'll be, uh, you got two more. I don't be, think so. I think he was a, I think it was a junior. Last can he, year. well, oh, and you're saying they're doing away with this fifth year option stuff. Well, right? you can still redshirt. I'm sure that yeah. he had to wait behind Bennett and yeah. Vandergriff and them. So I want to yeah. see how he plays this year. 
the the ball is still out. I can say that he's good, but mm-hmm. I'm that way with Milrow. Man, I'm uh, he just I still need to see more. Did he progress to the year? Yes. Yeah, so so you can continue on. I'm sorry I got long winded, oh, but Georgia Alabama. It's going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. And I think it's going to, you know, it's, it'll be. I would love to go tailgate. We should all three just just go tailgate at that game. <laughs> I would love to just go there and cook out. And Probably just, about $300 just to tailgate. No. You just <laughs> go there and hang no out. way out tailgate and not seeing it. Yeah, right. No, we'd have a TV up and watch it. That, <laughs> that would be fun to me. I don't care about going in the stadium. I'm just yeah. telling you, I've been in the there. The last time I went in, I think crowded. I went in 10 minutes for the game. It's crowded. It's just nuts. Yeah. And that game where you oh dude, there'll be people hanging off the light poles. But um yeah. some other games you did mention Georgia and Ole Miss, and that game is at Ole Miss. That is correct. Don't <laughs> Ole Miss supposed to be very good. What do you think about Ole Miss defense? You know, how's Beck do? And also how does Dart do against the Georgia? Who, who's Georgia's, you know, how's that game gonna roll out? Um, you know, we gotta figure out. Georgia has to figure out how they're going to replace some pieces in the secondary. A lot of young talent, um, but unproven talent. That's why I said uh, at Kentucky early in the year, the SEC kind of threw them a favor so they could. I can. I'm. I'm almost certain that at Kentucky is going to be a little better because your guy is going to be a quarterback up there. They could find somebody to throw mm-hmm. to. He's going. He's yeah. going. He's going to throw for some yards. He's going to run for some yards. So, I mean, that's Ray Davis. Automatically, that's a tougher game. I'm. I don't want to try to throw shade against Bama, and I don't want to say I'm. When it gets closer, we get into September, I'll be more excited. But just talking about it right now, I'm. I'm excited about the Ole Miss Georgia game. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very – I'm a curious guy. Georgia hammered them last year. I'm so curious. About, I'll go to games. Like, I'm so curious to see how it turns out, you know. Um, so, I'm very curious to see how, how Dart plays there at home and how Lane and Kirby, which two guys work together under old granddaddy. Yeah. There at T-Town. Uh, I wouldn't uh, – sorry, guys. I, <clears throat> I don't think that – Ray Davis is back for Kentucky. He may. He's already 24. No, he's a senior. Yeah, I don't think he. So he's done. Okay. I'll miss Georgia game. Now, does Georgia have A&M this year? Uh, Georgia does not have A&M. They have uh, SEC-wise at Kentucky, at Alabama. Then they'll be home against Auburn, at home against Mississippi State, on the road at Texas. Mm. Yeah. Very curious. At Ole Miss, Alabama, and Texas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's that's not last year's schedule, guys. That's that's tough. (laughs) That's not. Nobody can say I don't want to hear anybody say Georgia's got an easy schedule. Not this this year. year. Well, they didn't (laughs) late last year. They didn't have it. They had it early. It was pretty and hey, hats off to them for being able to do that. I mean, they played all their they played all their tough games right there at the end. And now with these teams coming in, you know, you're not going to see some matchups. And I'm glad that they held on to Georgia-Auburn. I, I, that's an important game to yes. me. Yeah, and that won't yeah. be an easy game. I think Georgia-Bama has got to be a yearly it, – it's just going to have to be because we're yeah. not doing East and West. Remember, fans, people watching, thank you again for coming by and hanging out. That's over. Mm-hmm. We're taking one and two is going to play for it or – 
Now, I heard some guy say yesterday that that whoever finished one in the conference is your champ. Now, help me out, Burge. No, sir. Uh, the okay, reason that's, why, that's, I mean, they're wanting to still have value in that SEC championship. championship game. Yeah. So that's why you get the automatic qualifiers. Just, just the best two, and it, it could be, it could be uh, Tennessee and and Georgia. And hey, they're both from you know what used to be you know East, but I haven't studied up on them yet. But boy, they're singing Missouri's praises again because that receiver and Cook, I guess, is back. But the running back's yeah. gone, and that running back was a big part. Yeah, I mean, Missouri and Georgia are are both uh, East. Was I'm sorry, I, you know that could be. Yeah, I don't. We don't know this. A lot of things are unknown, and I didn't pick. Right. I picked one SEC team to cover of of my three. And which other team did you did you just got Georgia Birds, or you like somebody else? Or well, I mean, I do like uh, I do like Missouri. Uh, Georgia doesn't have Missouri. Yeah. I do like Missouri's chances because of the veteran quarterback. He can yeah, move in cut. the pocket. He can run, and they're going to play defense up front. They've always been pretty good up front. Yeah, burden, 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 best yeah. receiver possibly in the country. Yeah, in the conference, three. maybe the country. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a few other uh, going back to Georgia, right quick. A few other yeah. reasons why I think Georgia could go to that eleven to one and have a shot at winning is uh, a few key transfers. They needed they needed some help at running back and they got it from Trevor Etienne. I think he is a uh, yeah he's a home run hitter. He's a good back. I think you put him behind a what should be a good offensive line at at uh, Georgia. I know they'll lose the center, but they got a lot coming back. The center and the tackle they'll lose, but uh, also Kobe Young, the big six four receiver from Miami, he can make a difference. And uh, also another guy, London Humphreys. I don't know if you know London Humphreys from. Vanderbilt, he's a uh, he's a speedster built in the uh, McConkey uh, vibe, except for he's about six wow. three. <laughs> uh, so. McConkey looks so. I know he wasn't, but six he looked taller. small out there. Oh man! Oh, he he's pretty small guy, five yeah. eleven, bro. Quarterback at where at where was that? Cal Wait, uh, North was it North Murray? Or? Yeah. He was at North, North Murray, Murray, yeah. He, he was a jack of all trades for North Murray. Yeah, y'all go watch some film on North Murray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did. Coach about Ellis, he Coach did. Ellis said he was. He goes, my gosh, he was hard to stop in high school when Coach Ellis was at Lafayette. Paul Ellis. Uh, yes, yes. He said it's ridiculous because <laughs> he just come out when Ellis was coaching at the middle school. Uh, he had just had his he had had his coming out party. McConkey had. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I think against Auburn, maybe. And I was talking about him. And he goes, Golly, that guy was excellent in school. He was y'all's player of the year. Mm. Northwest Georgia scoreboard show. Go find them. YouTube, Facebook, yep. Twitter, Benton Birds. And uh and here's another guy that, that Georgia added that y'all may can give me a little information on because I don't know much about Jake Pope. Mm-hmm. Uh safe Alabama. Play? Yeah. He played at Alabama. Jake who? Pope. He Pope. played some Mayday. I don't know much about it. He played some Mayday game with some uh, Amos or, or Caleb or Downs or some of that group, you know? Yeah. He was just kind of got shuffled in there. I thought he was good. I liked him. I seen him on some packages in some lesser games. I think he'll be fine. Uh, with Kirby's mind, I think he'll be I think he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I, he's some, I'm pretty sure he was a three- or four-star guy coming out of high school, so – 
Uh, and those stars, again, I'll reiterate this. Might, we may be the only darn show that covers sports media that don't – I don't put a lot of accolades on stars. I just have Well, you can. No, I mean, no, when you look at the Super Bowl starters. And- no, three stars. <laughs> three Filled stars. Filled with it. Just yeah. Both teams have 22 three stars. So, because yeah. um, I, I think personally, I ain't going to get into it deeply, but I think three stars wind up being better because they have to work at it. Where a five-star mm-hmm. guy can just kind of show up and go through the motions and, well, I'm just good. I'm just better than everybody. Right, but when you right. get a five-star guy that does work, now you're cooking with mm-hmm. something. Now you're cooking. It's what Hardcastle used to say. Hardcastle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good good um, yeah, Missouri, Georgia, those are yeah. two teams, Eastern teams. Um, Dean, have you got an Eastern – well, Eastern is more. <laughs> Y'all going to laugh at me, and I'm just saying there's a chance. I'm going to name them two, and I'm going to give you all the reasons why. This won't take but five minutes. Here's Hardcastle. I've got Tennessee and Notre Dame. Well, Okay, but let me give my reasons. All right. First of all, uh, Tennessee because of their quarterback. I think this guy's special. Money. Uh, their defense has improved vastly. I think Heupel's a good coach and recruiter. They've got Squirrel White and Brew McCoy. Mm. They're they're – receivers back hmm. and again now if it wasn't for the 12 teams but you know maybe i think they, right. they you their schedule's awful but they yeah. can lose three games and get in this top 12 they could finish well, 10 or 11 i've seen a worse schedule i've seen uh, tennessee play a worse schedule mm-hmm. let's see who let's see who they've i've got it on the all right they've got NC State at Oklahoma. Mm. I don't now, know. I just don't uh, think at Oklahoma is as hard as maybe a Texas or. You know. And they play at they play Alabama at home. They play at Georgia. I mean, they could lose easily three games, but if you lose to Alabama, Georgia, and Kentucky, you still may. I mean, Alabama, Georgia, and Oklahoma, you still may be in the top twelve. Mm-hmm. You might be, unless you just get blowed out, but. <laughs> And they got their, they got a good running back. They got Ole Miss or Mississippi State no, or no Florida. Ole Miss. Well, they don't have to play Florida, no. They'll play they got Florida, Mississippi yes. State, yeah. Vanderbilt. They do have Florida, Arkansas, Kentucky. That's not going to ever change. Mm-hmm. And Vandy, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's, and no, their, who's their outside? Uh, outside's <laughs> NC State. Who's not bad? Yeah, they had them ranked in the top 20. They've got two gimmies, Chattanooga and Kent, Kent okay. State. And UTEP. Well, I don't know. Is UTEP UTEP's a gimme, isn't it? Or is it? I would say it should so, be yeah. for a, a, a prominent SEC school, yes. Now it may not be for Vanderbilt or, or Mississippi State this year. <laughs> well, Matt asked me to come up with somebody and I didn't want to do the same ones y'all did. So I came up with them highly unlikely, but possible. But Notre Dame, uh well, I, they like Coach Freeman's, you know, he's cooking up there. He's got a lot of talent coming back, especially on defense. A lot of guys stayed for Come back and stay. They've got Riley Leonard from Duke. Quarterback. They've like got it. three good receivers back. And, guys, the m- number one reason is their schedule's terrible in a good way. Okay. Who, who, who are they cooking with? USC and Texas A&M are by far their two toughest games. Hmm. Well, they play, do play Louisville. Now, they play Louisville. But A&M. Now, guys, I'm sorry if a and I'm pretty happy if A and M and USC are my two hardest games. Would you not be? Yeah, 
they do have Florida State sprinkled in there, but jury's out on what they'll Well, but yeah, is Florida State just lost so much. I mean, what they lose? 20 starters? Well, they're at Michigan. Everybody left. Yeah. Georgia scared them off, man. 19? I mean. Kirby come up there barking. They all tuck town run. That, well, that was my two. Tennessee and Notre Dame. Very unlikely, but possible. I think they're uh, on the power rankings. I think they're both at like – Projected nine and a half, uh, you know, nine point okay. five. So well, it's not a know, ridiculous 8. assumption. 5, you know, uh, yeah, I, no. Okay. I, I think Freeman's done a job. Now the curious thing is, and we won't do it now because we got more months to do, and we'll dig into it um, about this twelve-team playoff and how mm-hmm. we, me and Bird's already done it last year. We we already know how it's going to work out, but. Because they're independent birds, rule-wise, you know, there's going to be a non-power five team at 12, and we had determined last year that um, um, Tulane would have been that team. They would have played number five. Um, what, who was five last year? Florida State. So, well, or is it Georgia was five? They just finished five and six. They changed it to a five and seven format, right? I think they just yeah. voted on that, correct? Yeah, so all your here. conference champions be by first week, right? Uh, no, just the top four, correct? Yes, which will be SEC, so the, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, because there's not a Pac twelve. Yeah, so those those conference champs will be by. So with Notre Dame, I, if if they, I'm just saying, worst case scenario, they lose those three, uh, and they wind up with you know nine and three. Notre. If they finish 12, would I, they play a five? Five will play 12, six plays 11. I don't think yeah. with their schedule this year that, that, that they can't go nine and three. I think Tennessee can. If Notre Dame goes nine and three, they're done. Mm-hmm. They, they might ought to go 11 and one. Yeah, strength of schedule. Ten and two. They'll have to go ten and two to get in this I playoff. think the, the, NBC, the money that they have, I think ten and two will put them in a, in a yeah. number 10. But now Tennessee, I think, can go nine and three. I agree. They, with get in. they could be eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm very curious about Nico. I really like him. And Hopple returning home. I think to he's where good. He was a Heisman, you know, candidate there. Oklahoma yeah. played there. Uh, I know he looks like Bobby Hill. That's okay, <laughs> Dad. I know we. I think he. They like playing for him. He's got good receivers now. Yeah. Those two wideouts are good. One of them's from Clay Chalkville over here in Alabama, mm-hmm. and one of them used to play at USC. That Brew McCoy, he was hurt all year. And Squirrel uh, White is Squirrel White's excellent. Electric. And he uh, gets hot, gets his hand moving around, bro. He can do it. And the main thing is just this defense now. They say they're they're yeah, they, really improved. They, I thought they were a lot better last year. They got some sign on big time edge rushers, and I seen a lot of that twenty four seven thing birds that we looked at. Uh, a lot of edge rushers out of high school. So those are some uh, Georgia, Missouri, Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, so there's four teams. So here's three of three that I got, and that'll give us seven. Uh, and it, I, it'll probably be likely a top eight or nine out of those seven that we've just went through here that we're going to finish here with mine. And uh, I guess I'll start one with Texas. That's the easy one. Knock it out of the way. Of course, they lost two games, Oklahoma and Washington, 34-30, and they lost to Washington 37-31. They finished 12-2 and on the season. Now, we all know Sark. 
We know he's a good play caller. Uh-huh. But he's been questioned on Lake Kick Show and Craning Company. They people call in and they have tweets coming in on their page. He lost to Washington, and it was told before the game. Uh, I was one of that crowd too. Texas is going to be so good up front, man. Uh-huh. Washington's going to have a lot of trouble. That's not what happened. No, no, no. that's not what happened. So he's going to have to get it together. Uh, start next year, week one, Colorado State. Give me game. Week two, Texas will be at the Big House. They will play Michigan. Mm. <laughs> the Blue Wolverines. Wow. That's a big game. Yeah, what do y'all think about that game? Where's it at? It's at Michigan? It is. And the Michigan lost 18 or 19 yeah. starters too, right? Yeah. I just can't imagine <coughs> with what they've got back, viewers and those guys that transferred in. I be. And the black. Yeah. And they'll start. Yep. Which I found out later, which y'all probably already knew this. They went because all those receivers left. Adana Mitchell and – Xavier Worthy and them could have come back. Yeah. But, you know, uh, they're just, they went on to the draft. Go pro. Um, the next two weeks, three and four, they got UT, um, SA, and ULM. Week five, Mississippi State. And then, of course, the Red River rivalry in Dallas. Play Oklahoma. Uh, week six, as normal. Week seven, Burge has already told you, they got Georgia at home. Yeah. So that could be a, you know, that is what it is. They'll go to Vanderbilt. Then they host Florida. They will travel to Arkansas. Then they'll host Kentucky. Last game, they'll travel to Kyle Field. Play A&M. That could be. Oh, they're going to start that back. You know, that used to be huge. Yeah, it was huge. I, I can't believe they actually discontinued it. Yeah. Well, they've been the same conference. That'll help that along. I'm sure they'll make a lot of money. And, uh, uh, what's man, a tough that, schedule? I could so have huge thinking? implications, man. That last game. Well, it's recruiting too mm-hmm. oh, for, the, yeah. for your state. So Colorado State. I think they could definitely drop a couple, but uh, they should win Colorado State. Yes, definitely. Uh, Michigan I be a toss so. up. Uh, they should. Uh, we would think they can beat them once they got coming back. They should beat uh, San Diego, Louisiana Monroe. They should beat Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. That game could probably go either way. That I don't think it matters who's better in that game, does it? Georgia, at Vandy, check. Florida, check. Maybe. At Arkansas, check. At Kentucky, check. At A&M, oh. I don't know. I think they could lose a couple, but they would still be in the playoffs. I could definitely see them winning it. Well, here's the thing. Last game of the year, and we all know what wins in these big games and how you hold it together. The number one thing, the reason that these big programs that we just talked about in the NFL, it's the same teams. We was watching the 88 Denver and San Francisco game. Why is it always the same ones? Great. Great depth. Game. Injury. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be healthy at this A&M game, Birds, at the last of the year? Right. Who's right. gonna have the most guys? Because Queen Ewers, obviously he's more he's about as bad as Tua. He break a finger now, he's out for two. Nah, no, if he gets hurt, you can scratch them. I in my opinion. Well, of course you got Manning. He uh, supposedly he's, he may be better. He, he I makes doubt more it. money than Purdy does at 49ers. <laughs> he makes two million dollars what he made on on NIL. Purdy's seven hundred and eighty thousand. Oh, makes no sense. So toss up games. <sighs> 
probably Oklahoma and Georgia. So I would say Oklahoma and Georgia. At worst, power ranking in Texas would be 10 and a half, up 10.5 wins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So they could definitely, definitely have a shot at winning this thing. I mean, you know they're going to come in the year, I'm sure, ranked five, or I guess. And, guys, obviously, when we talk about these teams, we're 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 approaching this like they're not going to have major injuries. That's the, yeah. and with yours, we already know. Yeah. Uh, the next one, a team that was knocking on the door but was denied twice by Coach DeBoer. They lost to Washington, thirty six thirty three. Great game that was in thirty four thirty one. They should have won. They should have won that first one. Bad calling, man. Lanning blew it that he last did. Well, He went for it on four. Sometimes you just, I don't understand. And that. the guy was actually open, though. Uh, they get a bowl win. Of course, they played against our local uh, hero here, Tyron Dupree, at Liberty, forty-five to six, which it could have been sixty to six. They, you yeah, know, I didn't like that. I, that's a bad matchup. We're gonna see that now. I, I didn't like that. I'm gonna try not to get my panties up in wide. I'm gonna try not to get a <laughs> a rock in my crock and get all stirred up. Wait till you see five play twelve. That's Wait till what, we say six play eleven. We'll, we'll get into it this summer. Yeah. We'll break all this down more. Y'all come back every Sunday. We're gonna and get every, more to this. And every now and then there might be an upset. I mean, it's not gonna be like college basketball where eleven always upsetting the six. It's not gonna be like that. No, it's because the portal has got more players around now, and over the years it's gonna change more and more. We'll get into that more through the summer because we got a long time to break out this forty-five to six games. What we're talking about, mm-hmm. Liberty and Oregon. So they finished the year on twelve and two. Coach Landing, they finished with a top five recruiting class, and some of these guys coming in will probably play. Now they'll probably be preseason ranked. I'm sure six, seven, something oh, in, in that yeah. line. Um, I seen a preseason on Sunday had Michigan up high. One of them had them like. Seven and another one. I'm like twelve. How can you be? Which I know I, nobody back. Which I'm no. I'm not. A, I know we're not Associated Press, but I couldn't stick them in the top ten when we no, did it. No, they lost all them players. Florida State neither. You just can't. No. Now here's their schedule, birds. We're talking about the Oregon Ducks. Week one, Idaho. Idaho Vandals. The old Tater Farmers. Then they got the Blue Smurfs week two, Boise. These are both at home. These games are going to be at Oregon, at the old rainforest. Week three, now this is where it changed. Now remember, we got to remember. Mm-hmm. Let me write it on here. Big 10. Mm-hmm. They're not in the Pac-12 anymore. Pac-12 don't exist because of the governor out there. It's, yeah. um, week four, yeah. I'm sorry, week three. At Oregon State. We're going to have the Civil War week three. Wow. Wow. Not week 12. No. Mm. Because there's conference change. We'll get to their their 12, their last game. Um, week four at UCLA. They're going to ride down the road and play in the Rose Bowl. They're up at arms right now. Pasadena. Yeah, I don't know. That's a mess, it's man. a mess. I mean, they may be fine, but it's a mess. It's a big mess. Mm. The, the the college and the politics there, they run football. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, then week five they'll host Michigan State. Will travel to Eugene, Oregon. Then Ohio State Ooh. will travel to Eugene, Oregon. Week six, October oh, wow. the thirteenth. Mark it on your calendars. 
tell my mom to have apple pie ready because about seven o'clock at night, probably on ESPN October 13th, Ohio State Stink Eyes will be Coach Day visiting Dan Lanning. Mm. I don't know if Ohio State has ever played in Oregon. I think – did they not play one year, Benton, a few years back? But I don't think it was in Oregon. They Oregon did had to play come there. in – It was man, halfway, Oregon, right? Was that 21? Hold on, let me think. I remember, but it was – It was Oregon, at Ohio State in 21. Okay. Good game, wasn't it? It was a Oregon 35-28 to 28 victory, if I don't – Okay, right but here. now – That could be a – Ohio State's not – well, Ohio State's always loaded. But, but the guy calling the plays at Ohio State knows the team very well of Oregon mm-hmm. because he kind of – he's the one that juiced them up in 2010, 11, 12, right? right? right. Chip so Kelly calling plays at Ohio State. Oregon can definitely beat Ohio State. Okay. Then they're at Purdue. This is Oregon. Mm-hmm. At Purdue. Now, if Oregon comes in there balling and they're going to be mm-hmm. five – You said Purdue five, had six, more. Seven. They'll be six and oh, we, uh, I assume – Six and zero going to Purdue. If they're number one on that next weekend after October thirteenth, then you know what may happen. Yeah, for Purdue, uh, Purdue is beating more number one teams, <laughs> upset them than anybody. Right. So yeah. Oregon, be careful at Purdue. Then they'll host Illinois. Will travel to Oregon. Okay. They got to drive. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Leave have to leave Wednesday morning. <laughs> yeah, the and, bus. I mean, and then <laughs> imagine. Then Oregon. This is a good schedule. This is this is one of the good ones, man. Then Oregon will be at Michigan. Okay. And then they'll host Maryland. Then they're going to be at Wisconsin. And then the last game of the year, the Ducks will play uh, Washington at home. That's a catch game at Wisconsin. I think they could lose that. Bama plays Wisconsin this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't think Wisconsin upsets Oregon and Alabama. So they may get one of them. Hmm. Uh, I don't think that team. Yeah, because Coach, uh, what's the names out there? Uh, I think that team at least goes 10 and 2, don't you? What's the name? I think so. Where at? Wisconsin. Oh, f- from Fickle? Cincinnati. Yeah. Is it Fickle? Fickle. Yeah. Luke. Luke. So, the Big Ten Championship game will be December 7th as well as ACC Championship. So, working that schedule out, guys. Last year, they finished 12-2. and Now, they will be in the Big Ten. Do they have a shot to win the Big Ten? Do they beat Oregon State and UCLA? I think uh, – well, you know, Gabriel's back, right? He's at Oregon, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gabriel's at Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, with him – They beat UCLA. They're a bunch of crazies. Uh, Michigan State's getting them a new coach, getting ready. Yeah, Ooh. they're going to be tough on them. They may be good in a while. That's mm. a, uh, uh, they may lose that one there at Ohio State. I don't know. Man, that's I don't. That's a good test for both. At of Purdue, them. at Illinois. I mean, home with Illinois. I think they'll be okay. At Michigan, beat Maryland. At Wisconsin, and uh, home Washington. for Washington. So I'd say ten uh, and two at worst. Yeah. Yeah. And that would leave them in the playoff well, with gonna, a chance to – Because they're going to come in high. Yeah. They're going to come in six or seven. Yes. Guys. Is this your one that's going to – a little different? Yeah. They, this got, is some. This is one out, out of the shell. And I'm, I'm picking them because I think the coach has got it moving in the right direction. They had a top five recruiting class this year. And I believe in the old guy. I think he's going to do the right thing, but you got to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Now they're probably going to come in the year, maybe ranked in the top twenty-five, maybe tw- they may be twenty. We'll have to see. Uh, Miami Hurricanes. They were seven and six last year. They lost to Georgia Tech by a field goal. They lost to North Carolina Mac Brown, which may be on the hunt as one of the other guys that's won a national championship, but it's been a long time. But could he win one at North Carolina? Probably not. So they lose <laughs> them by 10. North Carolina State Wolfpack, they lose 20 to 6. Club game. They had a lot of turnovers. That That's the one they turned over the ball a lot. Yeah. Then they lose to Florida State. They had them beat, made a bad call late in the game, cost them 27 to 20. Then they lose to Louisville 38-31, another bad call. Remember, that's the one they had on ESPN. He went for it or something. Was that well, – now, which game was it they 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 said if he just sat on the ball, they yeah. would have won? Was that Georgia Tech? Uh-uh. Tech. Tech, and he fumbled. That yep. random, that, I'm sorry, guys. That's uh, some bad luck. You got one play left to run, and you fumble it. That's uh, terrible. That was awful. Yeah, they did play bowl game. They played Rutgers and, and got the win there against Rutgers. So seven and six. They, I, I'm gonna say they improve already. I think so. Now here's the schedule, though. Let's deter this. We'll put it on the court case and let the people decide. We're the people's champ. We are the best show going today. Sunday night, six o'clock. Make sure you come hang out with us. Week one at. The Swamp. Boy, that's a good one. That's that a good matchup. is a great opening week. We're going to start the end of August off very hot. Very good game. August 31 uh, at Florida. Week two, host Florida A&M. Week three, host Ball State. Week four at UC, USF. South Florida. Now, yeah. the Bulls, now, don't don't just check that off your list. Okay. And they will play uh, Virginia Tech week five. Now, Tech, I'm going to circle that game. Remember, I said this. I'll pull this clip out. Tech's I'll supposed post to be it. pretty good. I'm telling you, you better be careful of them. Uh, here's a weird one. They're going to be at Cal week six, going to travel to California. And uh, the next week, then they'll leave California and go to Louisville to go to Kentucky and play Louisville. Mm. I don't know how Louisville's supposed to be. This I, time. I think they either. lost some players. Uh, Florida State, they'll host Florida State, which mm. is Miami, Florida State. Good God, man. That's been a war for Same year. Since the 80s. I mean, you got Florida and Florida State. Yes. Ooh. And then they'll host Duke, which won't be as good. They've lost their quarterback. Then it's going to be another catch game at Georgia Tech. After they come off the road from Cal and Louisville, then host Florida State and Duke, two easier games, I think. But Florida State's a rival game. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird. It's kind of in there at week seven, eight, week eight, mm-hmm. Miami, Florida State. At Georgia Tech, they'll host Wake Forest. They finish the year at Syracuse. The Orangemen. I think that uh, that schedule is favorable to see them in this playoff. And once you get in the playoff, you know that you've got a chance to win it. Uh, they're going. I, I, uh, they should be. I think that Napier ain't got it. Give him next year. He's got his kids I think, coming. I think it's going to take Napier. I don't think they're ready yet. They're coming, birds. The kids are coming to Florida. So I'm going to say they beat Florida. They beat Florida A&M. They beat Ball State. They beat USF. Mm-hmm. We'll say they lose to Virginia Tech. They beat Cal. They beat Louisville. They beat Florida State, Duke. They beat Georgia Tech. They beat Wake and Syracuse. So, but even if they do drop one of them in there, they're still at ten and two. Guys, I I mean, they're eleven one. I mean, who you know? I I mean, that's not a bad. I mean, look here, Syracuse, Wake Forest. Okay, I mean, he's up Duke, Louisville. I think their schedule is very favorable. USF and Cal. 
Mm. Ball State, Florida A and M. Now Florida A and M does have some athletes. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. don't poo poo on them, but I mean they're not going. They're not going to beat Miami. I wouldn't think they got a or had a quarterback there last year. Oh, Say the only thing we don't know about that is I don't know. You know Virginia Tech may be very good. Louisville, Georgia Tech, Syracuse improved a lot, but I think that schedule's favorable for them. Man, they could be ten and two. Yeah, I mean if they don't want to. Uh, V Tech and Florida State. They're 10 and 2. Mm-hmm. Cristobal at Miami will have had a good season. I think any of the six we discussed. Yeah, that's right, Jack. <laughs> I think any of them could. Now, I got one more for you. When you get we can do one week where we're teams that they have no way to win it. Then we could do that too, but I don't think <laughs> Vanderbilt. Well, team's in the top 25. Alabama. No chance. Ain't no chance. Barry Bryant's dead. Stop digging up his bones. Who do you think, <laughs> Uh Not on the not have a chance. I think if you look at this team's schedule um, and look at what they did last year, they got a pretty good shot. Penn State and Nittany Lions. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're going to be a top 10 team. They're, they'll be a top 10 team. Got Drew Aller coming back, running back coming back, and a but, fairly weak schedule. Franklin always figures out a way to pull a Clemson. That's the team I'm going to hang my hat. I, we always like to pull a dark team out and say, well, you better watch your, uh, like the running back in Michigan. You know, they went to win national championship, and I hung my hat on Coral. They had a good team. He mm-hmm. didn't have a great year. So I'm going to tell you. He did have, he was pretty good, though. Let me hang my hat on this team. Birds, you got one. I'm going to say Clemson. I think Clemson will be good. I'm but can they win it? Hey, their schedule, we've talked about some teams here. We know who their conference is. Miami's, you know, Florida State. Who's going to – I mean, who's going to win the ACC? Uh, well, so, I think that uh, Miami, from what we just went over, has a very good shot at winning the ACC. But can they be it? And I'm pretty sure, if I'm not crazy – and I'm going to look again. Just I'm to expecting make sure I'm Virginia crazy. Tech to be a little better. Let me tell you who's not on Miami's schedule. Clemson? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, that, that would be – now, Birds, are they – well, everybody's – are they going to have the the a, a Coastal and whatever division still, ACC? Are they doing away with it too, like SEC and Big Ten have? Uh, I'm almost positive that they've done away with that. Well, so the best two, which should we think be Miami Clemson. Miami, Clemson. Watch out for Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah, Watch I don't Hokies. expect them to be down long. Watch the Hokies now. Uh, Georgia Tech's going to be okay. Because when, when, when uh, at Virginia Tech, when Sandman comes on, Mm. When they when they drop that music, I've been by their stadium before. Ridiculous! It's, that's ridiculously big. I want to go so bad. I want to go to South Carolina game for Sandstorm. I want to go to Virginia Tech when they play Inner Sandman. I, I I'm not a fan of the team, but I love college football, and those things are what why we love college football. Oh, we got to go one of those games. Hey, I got a quick when that story. Big sponsor to- comes Liquid Death. <laughs> Buy it now. <laughs> I got a quick story to tell y'all. Uh, my daddy went to Virginia Tech. Yeah, you told me about that. For a year. Yeah. And he was talking to me one day, and he goes, I had a real good friend that played on the football team. Told me his name. He goes, I wonder whatever happened to him. 
So I looked him up. He died in the Marshall plane crash. Oh, no. So I tell Daddy, and this happened 53 years ago, and we're sitting in Cedar, 50, 50, yeah, 53. And Daddy's upset. He didn't know. He had no clue that he died in the Marshall plane crash. Oh, man. He's like, wow. what? And I like talk to Daddy two days later, and he goes, that bothers me Still about bothers. him. But I just thought that was interesting. That's why you hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to the channel. Come back and hang out with us next week. I believe we've covered and we've covered a lot. A lot of stuff tonight. Birds, we're glad that you could come by and hang out with us. It's always a pleasure. I know something we didn't mention. Okay. Center girls made the Elite Eight and lost, but yeah. that was the best they'd done in yep. a long time. Yeah, proud of them. Yeah. Not a great team. Johnson I, played I just, great. Hey, good in them. Uh, I saw something on here. And that, a lot of those, there are a lot of them going to be back. Yes. So, yeah. uh, Spring Garden boys, I know they went out. I'm telling you, they'll, hey, Coach Hatch going to do fine. Oh, yeah. He's a, I've gonna heard be, from uh, too many people. Be good. Roy Mitchell he's coached a good him. One. And mm. Roy Mitchell coached him. Mm -hmm. Oh, Roy coached him? Yeah. That he's great. He said, I could put him anywhere. He could play like any place on the floor. He, he understands the game. Yeah. So, good luck tomorrow, Spring Garden girls. Playing Elba. I'll be updating scores on the page. Birds, again, thank you for coming by. Find him, Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, just hit Google. Just Google Benton Birds, and you'll see a guy standing there with some alligator shoes and a gold watch. Yeah. be smart. Yeah, we got uh, we got a preview, another preview show coming out. It should be Thursday afternoon, uh, talking about another one of the new regions. Um, it'll be fun. Talking yeah, y'all got a lot, of, a lot of change stuff, man. Georgia's got a – it's mm. – me and Coach Kelly was talking about it the other day, and he was <laughs> – he was he his he's friends with the coach at Carrollton. Yes, they you know know each other from whatever. Oh well, that guy's from Cedartown. Yeah, and I was like, how right? do they, yeah how yeah. do how do they do? Yeah, it's that's crazy. It's not nothing like we got to do. I, it's it's hard. It's so much. There's divisions and there's eight like oh. division one, two, or three, and then one quad A and. Two, oh, there's some fantastic a. programs in Georgia. That's never won a state championship. Yes. Fantastic. Yep. Cedartown, Rockmark. That's two of them, uh, which they both nearly have won one. Chattooga's never won one, not in football. Uh, Trines won what? One, Minton? Uh, yeah, at least one I know of. 74. What about what about this new region uh, uh, thing? Uh, 6A Division One. Uh, Bremen, Darlington, Harrelson County, Hurd, Model, Pepperell, and Temple. Oh, no. Mm, who wins that? Bremen, Hurd. Yeah. Well, Hurd. Yeah. Model defense has been good. Darlington could be good. I don't know. Hurd's uh, probably pretty athletic. Bremen's yeah, since Hurd had a uh, one of the Tennessee starting linebackers played at Hurd. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of athletes we're talking <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Trine moved to 7A Division Two, which uh, has Bowden, which is the hmm. uh, defending state champ, and Manchester, who played Bowden in the championship game last year. Yes, and played them well. Played them well. How did yeah. – uh, and I know this is off subject. I'll let you go after this. I'm sorry. Uh, how did Model end up doing in boys' basketball? Because I know they were supposed to be pretty good. Well, Are they the still in it? The last time I checked, they had uh, their next game coming, but I hadn't looked lately. Okay. So, uh, give me a second. I'll tell you. 
everything you know that they're forward. they've got a player in the eighth grade that's like one of the top players in the southeast don't you mm. never heard he transferred from rome oh yeah yeah i remember yeah. I, I think uh i think they got a player that also played football jamias heard i'm pretty sure that he's going to there, really he's been wow. recruited by him i know i just knew they were supposed to have a good basketball team model advanced uh six so they're in the 40 they're in the elite eight they play west side so they went to the final four last year i believe so yep and what's scary about that is they've some they, their best players are still coming <laughs> yeah mm. All right, guys. Thank y'all for coming by and hanging out with us and the best darn sports trio you're going to ever find anywhere. If you're just kind of looking for no BS, no politics, unrehearsed, just come in here and give you straight facts. We'll lay out our case, and we love your comments on from opinions of wins or losses mm-hmm. or these teams that we've all pulled out of here. We had a guy last week come on and comment on the after, said uh, you're insane to put Arizona in there. That's, it just, Gosh, that's I did crazy. That. And I was like, well, I mean, everybody's got an opinion. Why, you know, they, they're bringing a lot of people back and their schedule, who they're going to be playing is kind of how we kind of run yeah. back. Well, you're crazy. You ain't even got uh, Oregon in the top eight. And I was like, no, we had them in about, about five. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's why we do this. Um, so we're, we welcome all comments and stuff. Opinions yeah, are not yeah. wrong. Well, you're going to get criticism. Yeah. Hey, when you're hitting 250,000 people a month, yeah, somebody's not going to like what you say. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't do it without you guys. And we couldn't do it without Burge, too. He brings he brings in stuff to this page. I mean, he's got his own following. We appreciate him for sharing uh, the yeah, show with I, uh, all I his stuff. One, I got one challenge for us. Okay. So, you know, we know that that fifth team automatic bid is going to be from one of the other conferences. Probably uh, – like a two-lane type or yeah. one of those. Come up with who you think could be the fifth team this year, and, and next time I'm on, we'll talk about it. I give you right. Ball State. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it'll be a, it will not be a power five, right? Uh, well, it'll be, a, it'll be a conference champ, but it will be whoever the fifth highest Conference champ ranked is, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got you. I got you. Like Liberty was or yeah. something? Liberty or, yeah, something like that, yeah. Hmm. It's going to okay. it's gonna produce some very interesting 5-12 matchups like Big Matt was talking about earlier. Oh, man. The only well, one of them teams, <laughs> and I don't know, that I think that can play with anybody, even Alabama or Georgia, and I don't know why, for some reason, App State seems to be able to play with people. I don't know how good they're going to be next year. Yeah. But, I did uh, some research on that. I don't know. They just seemed in the past. They don't seem to be. Oh, gosh. And y'all talk about a nice place to go. Have you ever been by their stadium? Mm. Come by their stadium sometime. If you're ever up that way. That's the guy, uh, super nice, too. Yeah, I know. I know. It's more less likely for y'all to just be going through Boone, North Carolina. But, but if you're ever that. up there. They said Liberty's really nice too, the way they got it spread out on the yeah. side of the interstate and the field. And- well, it's just not too big. You know, it's not yeah. ridiculous. The media director not- at Team FYN Sports, he's an App State graduate, so he's a big yeah. App State guy. And he needs to get us some tickets then when they go again. <laughs> oh, okay. That's yeah. a long way. Well, I don't we'll, know. It is. We'll go. We'll take some days off work and stay a night and go to game and enjoy the scenery. Have you seen their baseball hours. facilities, Dean? No, I just I saw think- their football. I think it's pretty awesome. And their basketball is pretty awesome, too. 
their basket facilities. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, they don't have to accommodate 110,000 people either. And I think that's one of the reasons that I was impressed with it. They could, you know, Tennessee seats over 100,000. It's not real nice in there. It's just kind of, ugh, you know. I have been kneeling. I mean, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you don't spend money on that. Those people don't care. They just want to go to the ball game. Mm-hmm. I don't like half them stadiums. Look at that. Those huge ones. It's crowded. Bama's crowded. Yeah, yeah it's just too crowded. There you oh, go. Well, there you like go, Matt. Of a picture book. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of that state is also where it's located. But yeah, look at yeah. the mountains and the, yeah. the gold trees, and yeah, who wouldn't want to play baseball there? The Alps. Well, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Two twenty-four is in the books. Y'all come back next week. Two twenty-five. Uh, we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about. Digging off news to the week, hot topics. We'll kick around some stuff, and uh. We'll come up with some college football stuff and uh, some more local stuff and may have some scores, baseball, softball scores, things getting fired up there. And weather through the week. Enjoy the next two days. going to be nice tomorrow and Tuesday, starting Wednesday. Maybe I'm going to say the word quietly because I do bread. There may be snow Wednesday night. Uh-oh. Seriously? Really? Yeah. I hope so. we got a lot of moisture coming in <laughs> later that day by dark, cloudy things moving around and El Nino type stuff has changed the weather here when just while we're having these warm spells, but Wednesday night starting, take an umbrella and just leave it in your car. Cause from Wednesday, Thursday, the rest of the weekend is probably going to be rain every day, okay. but the temperatures are going to be nice. You can probably just wear jeans and a shirt, you know, be in the sixties. Hmm. All right. Little weather there. And if you oh, like news and see, yeah. If you like news stuff, um, like politics stuff, Bible study, I did a big special from um, uh, Mr. Jefferson, uh-huh. guy that does he does a lot of biblical kind of based things. I did a big study on that about um, deism, therapeutic deism. I'll send it to you, Bird. Just about a thirty minute video, and it's just about um, how have us parents passed along religion to our kids. And then the guy wrote a book on it. And I did a little special on it. If you like that kind of stuff, go over to my page, uh, big Matt podcast. And I do that kind of stuff. Just fun. And I, where I don't have to do it here. Yeah. I can split yeah. them up and, uh, we don't get sued over here on our sports page for me <laughs> running off the mouth about God and all that stuff. that most, Some people don't like that's okay. Cause, uh, we'll say it anyway. So y'all come back, hang out with us next week. 225. 225. All right. 225. Birds, come back anytime. You're always welcome. And uh, we appreciate your contribution for tonight. Thank you. Thank you for. See you soon, man. Yes, sir. Have a good week and uh, hope everything's going well. Enjoying the new house. Yeah. Yep. Enjoying paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) Now you got to get up and go to work or you won't care or not. (laughs) We'll see y'all. All right. Thank See you, you man. Guys. See y'all.